0: Right fried
1: right, potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three right, potatoes, right, right, potato. four. Five potatoes, potatoes six is potatoes, seven done.
2: potatoes, more. And I can count the One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome
0: to
1: the Potato League
2: Podcast with your host,
1: Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Welcome. Thank you, TJ to we just decided episode 212 of Potato League podcast. Yeah, that's a new way
2: of doing it. We're just going to decide what number it is and go. I with think that. it's correct though. Um And if it's not Pretty sure. Oh well.
1: Yeah. Um I didn't watch this much didn't watch this much this week. I didn't watch much this week, partially because the major thing was Yeah, two yeah. movies are Yeah, the 4-hour the
2: right. film uh, in the middle of this week, kind of, if there sucks up a great deal of time for people.
1: If there's uh, I think my uh, an easy if early review for me is that I watched this movie in two sittings. Wow! And I could have watched it, maybe not. I, I don't know. I shouldn't say I could have watched it all in one, but I ha- I. I mean, I had to work the next morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started it Thursday night. So I had set myself a hard 10 o'clock, you're done. Mm, yeah. Um, and I stuck to it. I could have, I know I could have at least stuck around for another. Fortunately, it's broken up nicely. It is broken up really well. It was like six, six parts. Six parts, yeah.
2: Yeah, something like that.
1: And they weren't all like exactly yeah. at a time because um, when I stopped at two hours, it was like, uh, it was the beginning of part four. So the mm-hmm. first two hours were three parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's it actually kind of is broken up more, a little bit more in the second half. Yeah.
2: For those of you who haven't guessed, we, oh, we're, Jesus. we're, we're yeah. talking the Zack Snyder yeah. Justice League cut. Yeah. Um, which made a huge splash. It did. This week. Uh, um, I think this is going to be everything uh, HBO Max wants it to be. This, oh,
1: yeah. This has been, of their industry-changing plan from the beginning of this year uh, with releasing everything first or as, uh, day and date
2: on HBO, mm-hmm. this has been the... Oh, yeah. By far, this is the one that has gotten the most eyeballs. on, you know, And that's including an
1: Oscar nominee well, that and, they've got. Well, and, and uh, not just eyeballs, I would also say success story. I mean, yeah. even though, I mean, obviously, uh, last month's is up for best picture mm-hmm. uh, and... Both leads are up for best supporting. Yeah, well,
2: I mean that's and that, it's up, that's that's it's, the Academy Awards in a fucking nutshell.
1: I mean, but it is to be fair, it, it's the it's the production company that yeah sends the that that decides that you're supporting or and, lead
2: because well, they it, send it to the Academy. And they usually, go based on who's got a good chance of winning. Because yeah. if they had sent either of them up, I think for best actor, they would not have got on there. Yeah. Um. In supporting they had a chance. Because, I mean, all one has to do is look back to uh, one of Anthony Hopkins' most memorable roles. His best actor award-winning turn as Hannibal Lecter in Silence right. of the Lambs. Which was about 15 minutes of screen time in a right. two-hour long film. I'm guessing... I have there, not
1: seen he, Judas and the Black Messiah yet, but I'm guessing Daniel Kaluuya is on screen for more than 15 minutes. Yes, both <laughs> of them are. Um, but this is so one of those... The point ty- being that that distinction is silly.
2: Yeah, um... I mean, yes, Kaluuya is, I think, in a lesser role than Stanfield, but they're both on screen together for a majority of the time. So I one, guess it's one of those things where you can say, well, they're supporting each other.
1: And I guess the 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 argument could be, and I'm not saying I necessarily agree or disagree with this, but despite Hannibal Lecter's lack of time on screen, he's still the focal point. Mm. He's
2: still the lead, uh, well, I mean... He's the lead actor. Actor, right. As far as time versus all the other male participants in that. But, I mean, technically, if you put that, I think uh, Buffalo Bill's cut just as much screen time as he does. Yeah, well,
1: no, that's that's my point, is that it's not screen time. It's that, if you think back to that movie, you don't think... Most people couldn't even tell you who the actual mm. bad guy of that movie is. Yeah. I bet 99 people out of 100 that you stopped on a street if you said who is the actual is the murderer villain.
2: yeah they're going to say Hannibal. They
1: would say Hannibal Lecter. So that I maybe that's what makes him the lead mm-hmm. uh regardless of of screen time cuz yeah otherwise uh Ted Devine would have an Oscar.
2: He should by this
1: point. He's
2: good in so many things. Did he ever get like I don't even think he's ever been nominated.
1: But I anything. mean, for for he must have been nominated at some point for something for the Cable whatever awards
2: from Monk, right? Let right? Let bring up Ted he was on Monk for fucking 10 years or however long that went on. He's been in a lot of great stuff. What, what I watched recently, oh, Nowhere to Run, the uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Yeah, that could have been any. <laughs> yeah. That title could have been any. Oh, uh, without a doubt. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly good film. Yeah, I watched it for the first time this week because um, I wrote a a blog about it how in high school uh, Pete Bishop and I took our girlfriends to the movies trying to get into a rated R movie and they were both 15 at the time so they were like, Uh, nope. So we bought tickets for Aladdin and then tried to sneak into Nowhere to Run and then got caught. So ended up watching Aladdin, which probably far superior. Worked out for the best, yes. (laughs) because It was a great movie, obviously. But I, I made a point that I still had never seen Nowhere to Run. Never never
1: did get to see Nowhere <laughs> to Run. Never
2: did get to see it. So I actually rented it on Vudu for like Oof. three bucks. Um, it's a good Van Damme film. It's actually a very close to a remake of Shane, um, <laughs> which is surprising. Uh, but yeah, it's it's got... It's funny, there's, uh, the kid in the movie is Kieran Culkin. And they try a home invasion, and it's like, come on, guys. Did you not watch the film with his brother, like, a year ago? You're not going to be able to get into that house without some bangs. Uh, Ted Levine. She's a great big frat person. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I hear his silence, that's all I can think of. All right. He's been an actor in 87 things. Good for him. Award one win and three nominations. He actually won Best Supporting Actor in the 2020 Awards for Silence of the Lambs. Uh, He was a nominee in the Awards Circuit Community Awards. (laughs) And then also won Best Actor for the film Dig Two Graves at the Beaufort International Film Festival. So
1: he's a
2: winner. And then was also... Oh! He was... He was a nominee for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture for American Gangster at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. I'm guessing it was not his name at the top of the list. It probably It was probably not. more Russell Crowe and, uh, you know, Common, maybe, uh, <laughs> instead of Denzel. But there were a lot of good people in that film. Chutala Giafor, Josh Brolin, Ted Levine, uh, John Hawks, The RZA, Ruby D, Carlo Gugina, good cast. Man, that film should have been better. Joe Morton, recently back in to the Justice League cut. Joe, (laughs) Joe Morgan. Joe Morton, I mean. Uh, wait, well, who? Joe Morton, he was Cyborg's dad. Oh. Who went from being in the film for all of about like 10 seconds to actually having a really meaty role. Yeah. Um, if we're going to get anything out of this uh out of the the Snyder cut I'm I'm seriously wondering if uh, Weedens a bit racist. It's not a good look the people that he cut out of this film. Well, I it
1: that or or that and um I don't know. I feel like he is the the I and again, it's it's the perception you get over the last couple of years of yeah. information flooding in about what kind of person he is that no matter what he just had to go in and piss all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is I'm this is mine now. Yeah, but he really chose the wrong it,
2: things to piss on. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's agreed. Knowing that Snyder did not use any of what Whedon's footage. Yeah. I honestly didn't miss a single thing. I mean, oh, I missed his plenty. Cu-
1: I missed the dumb boob and fart jokes. Oh
2: yeah, that's the thing. No, it's like the and, fact that those were excised. Well, that's, like, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like there were you. It's noticeable the the things that were. Uh, I don't think Steppenwolf. I, other than uh, I don't think Steppenwolf ever says mother. Other than say to say mother box. Yeah, he like in. The Whedon one, it's mother, 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 mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you can go on YouTube
2: and find, a, a, oh, I mean, the, just the mother compilations. And it's, I mean, how many times when we've talked about Justice League have I bitched about why is Steppenwolf in this fucking movie? Yeah. Why was he the choice? Well, now we know. And it's a very simple reason. He fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially Loki in the Avengers. Yeah. He fucked up and is trying to become good again in the eyes of Darkseid. So he has to, like, invade 100,000 fucking worlds. Wow.
1: that's take a, a minute. That's a fucking
2: quota. It's a good yeah. thing these guys are practically immortal. Um, practically, because Steppenwolf obviously is not. <laughs> uh, no, clearly. Um, And yeah, he just happens, to, he invades Earth and... And again, we're like, okay, well, why now? That was another one of our complaints. Why now of all times? Well, turns out it's it's not the greatest of reasons, but it's still a reason <laughs> Superman's death whale triggered the mother box. Yeah. It's hokey, but at least it's a fucking reason. It, it lasted far too long. That scene was like fucking five minutes well, long.
1: Well, the first hour of this yeah. movie is, I was going to text you at one point, and like about an hour in that if you just took the slow-mo and put it to regular, yep. the first hour would be 10 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause there is there. Every character introduction is slow-mo. And like you said, a long mm-hmm. slow-mo. Usually when something is in slow motion, it's because it happened in less than a second real time. Like with the flash. Yeah. Or like about a but second yeah. or two, they're taking like things that were like, Thirty seconds of Yeah, do we need Aquaman walking
2: into the ocean in super slow motion? God. Uh no, I agree. Uh during the, it's almost like at that point he wanted to hit the four hour mark. So yeah. he's like, shit, I've got three and a half hours worth of stuff. What do I do? Yes. I know. Slow-mo <laughs> the fuck out of the first forty. Minutes. I wanna play half that Nick Cage song as as you <laughs> yeah, know this exactly. happens, so um slow it down even more. Oh shit, that's not long enough. Have them ladies sing to Aquaman too. <laughs>
1: I would at that point, that's about what 40 minutes in, uh
2: I would have guessed 20, but that just goes to show. It could be. Yeah. It could vary. Well, yeah,
1: it probably is because it would have been in part 1 cuz isn't part 1 the not going to happen Batman Where's that part 2? Yeah, two? yeah, it's part 1. So it was probably in that. It probably was in the first 20. <laughs> but yeah, that it goes see the things that are distracting about that is that they go on so
2: long that you expect them to mean something else. Yeah. And then they don't. Yeah. No, at first, like the first scene where it's it's Superman dying and it's sending out shock waves. the shockwaves of his death scream pretty much to everywhere on the planet. It's a cool theory. Because, yeah, why wouldn't he be that loud? Yeah. You know. But I don't need to see the sound wave literally traveling.
1: <laughs> but you did. Just get it
2: near where it needs to be and then show it. But you got it. And then... Then you've got Batman hiking and riding a horse into the mountains to go find uh, Aquaman. Right. That had like 17 establishing shots. Yes, it did. <laughs> I'm like, two would have been fine. Yep. If you just show him riding a horse in a wintry, snowy mountain, I'm going to And know then did he... the drone thing over. Yeah, it... I know he's fucking far away from civilization. Right. You don't need to hobbit this shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I... So, yeah, there were some scenes where I'm like, oh, okay, Zack Snyder, we get it. You're just masturbating right now, because you can. And we're talking about stuff in the first hour,
1: and yet, I had... I never at any point was like, I'm about two minutes away from being done with this. Yeah, no, me neither. I was very... I was fascinated by the singing him into the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, all of the... Because... Maybe not. The, I could have definitely done without the the see the the uh, the slow mo stuff, but at least I was like, okay, fine.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: this isn't like it's,
2: it's your style choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it. not a thing. It's not. It's not a a super dumb plot point or a really bad characterization of Lex yes. or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, let's let's move on. Yeah, and and thankfully that that is pretty much contained to the first hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually moves along pretty well, yeah. Um, and I think because it's kind of lo- loosely episodic. I mean, it has those parts, and it has the breaks, um, but it's still not... They're not as... as Because a lot of people are saying, it's just a six-episode thing of TV. It's not, though. No, it's not. Because there's no hard breaks. There's mm-hmm. no... Yeah, there's no pl- you,
2: cliffhangers. You
1: can't just watch part four yeah. and be like, yes, that was a contained... Mm. at least partially contained story in the yeah. context of a larger story mm-hmm. they're not like nah. that um uh, so it 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 does it moves along at a pretty good clip after I was that. surprised because I sat down
2: Thursday morning going yeah, you were
1: texting me before lunchtime
2: yeah I was like I'm gonna watch two hours mm. tops and I ended up watching the whole thing and what I was doing is like at every break I'd pause go switch over the laundry Start the dishwasher. Yeah, something sure. like that. Yeah, and then go right back to it, so it didn't feel like I'd been sitting there for four hours. It probably took me about five and a half hours to watch it total. Yeah, which honestly, I'm fine with. Um, mostly because of again, it's crazy to think of how the story was there all along. Like, yeah it it just got like you said, pissed on and broken up in a way that to me. I mean, if this was, like, Ween's first film, I'd be like, okay, he's a first-time filmmaker. He didn't realize it. He's been making entertainment for long enough that he could have gone, you know what? My story makes no fucking sense. Why did I take out this scene and this scene? Things with... Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you
1: count everything, Justice League's got to be the highest budgeted film of all time. Right? At
2: this point, definitely. So cuz I mean this this, is... this cost another 70 million to do this part. Right. And, and it was Whedon probably ones... like in from what I've heard it was around like 300 million.
1: And the the Whedon, uh reshoots were like the full budget of a yeah. high B tier which type movie. Especially
2: now when you look at it, it's like he didn't 60 to 60% of that film is probably still Snyder's. I see and this is
1: this is where I I guess I'm sure there are scene for not scene for scene, but like chunk for chunk uh breakdowns mm. on YouTube. Cause I'm just I'm not gonna watch Justice League Again. <laughs> I just can't. The 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 weeden cut. Um Yeah, it's not just a uh you know, I I said to you, uh, you know, because in this four-hour cut it makes a lot more sense. Um and I texted you something like so that's two movies in a row, basically, that needed an extended cut to make sense. They need to uh, yeah. learn how to tighten up their story. But uh, BVS just didn't have enough explanation. Justice League didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah.
2: And making a and three-hour BVS that's is... When you think about both of the Avengers films for three hours, like the last two, mm. there's a lot of story to plug in there compared to this one. But, I mean, this one is... It's BBS had to lo- introduce a lot of shit. Well,
1: yeah, that's the other thing. Um, I mean, you're introducing Endgame Bat- didn't. Endgame didn't have
2: to. Endgame had a lot more going on, yeah, but it, it didn't it have it wasn't to introduce in,
1: Batman, it, Lex Luthor, and it, Wonder Woman. It wasn't even introducing Thanos. You yeah. know, it's not introducing anything. Yeah. So that they didn't have to spend any time yeah. on that. Whereas, like, like we said, the first forty minutes of this is slow mo intros to yeah. people.
2: Uh, um, love the fact that uh, Flash had a scene. That showed him, you know... Uh, oh, God damn it, drop that every time, at least once a week. Um, the scene with him going for the dog-watching, walking job. Is it a yeah. little dopey? Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but does it... Uh, Find it? Yeah, found all the parts.
1: Dan but does explodes it make his sense? fidget spinner every week.
2: Yes. Um, I liked that it showed his powers. And the one thing that I've never really seen from Flash and anything like that is how careful he has to be. Like, when he's taking Iris down... Yeah. He's being so fucking gentle, which...
1: Well, yeah, because you'd... Otherwise, he'll snap her fucking snap neck. Her neck. Gwen um, Stacy
2: stuff. Yeah, way to, way to go. You saved her from the car crash, only right. to snap her neck, because you moved her eight feet at the speed of fucking sound. Um, so, I liked that he would... And then, when he grabbed the hot dog, I'm like, why is he grabbing a fucking hot dog? Almost, oh, yeah. Almost made me laugh. Yeah, but then I'm like, dog. oh, okay, well, he did that to get that job. Um... But then, it, you know, it, it it explained away why he's stuck in these dead end jobs too, because he doesn't. He's afraid to apply himself. Yeah. Um, you got more with his dad. Um, I
1: I would like to see. I hope in the Flash movie, which
2: I, I'm. Who knows I'm, if we'll ever fucking see it though? Now.
1: I, I, mean, think, I think maybe I now think so. we will. It's still on. Um. Uh, I mean, I you know it's. Dump, but like it's on Letterbox. so like yeah. it's it hasn't been there, has been nothing that says it's not still on. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I guess I'll put it that way. When, um, a lot of the talk this week has been does DC, does Warner Brothers allow Snyder to make another one?
1: Oh, this definitely now look, it, it takes a long time to course correct an enormous, you know, an aircraft carrier size franchise, <laughs> but mm-hmm. this is definitely course altering, yeah. Now we're not saying I know we've we've actually mostly talked about criticism so far, mm-hmm. but I think it's pretty clear we both liked I think you liked it maybe maybe more than I did. I, don't I know. oh I mean but
2: I ended up going back and immediately watching Man of Steel and BBS yeah, again. Yeah. That's not something I had planned.
1: Um but it I, was it was definitely good enough that everything that is teased in this, I would like to see played yeah, out. I gave it a four. I
2: gave it four stars. Yeah, I think it's um, three now. It, it has faults. Yes, this is by no means a perfect film, but I mean, this is now top tier DC film to well, me. Yeah, well, because neither is uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Neither
1: is Ant Man. Mm-hmm. You know the, Marvel fucks up too. Yeah, but I mean, um, like they've got more hits. Justice
2: League went from being. Down at the bottom, I actually, I did, I did my, I did rankings on uh, Letterboxd. Let me, uh, let me go to that for DC. Yeah, because I actually, I sat and thought about it.
1: Now, are you including going back to?
2: I'm only including the DC EU ones. Okay, so no Green Lantern. No, this is now my number three film. Okay. Behind uh, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman. Watching, rewatching Man of Steel now because I haven't seen it in a while. I. It works so much, and it's it's weird, because I this wouldn't have worked for me four years ago as well as it does now, because I was always like, especially, end with BVS, too, where I'm like, I can't believe people are turning on Superman that fucking quickly. Yeah. And now I'm like...
1: People would turn on Superman that quickly. People would fucking <laughs> turn on Superman
2: that quickly in a um, heartbeat now. I'm like, all it would take is fucking Tucker Carlson yeah. to say one awful thing about Superman, and then, yeah, they're going to be protesting his ass and calling for Senate confirmation shit on him. Yeah. So I'm like, I hate to say it, but Snyder... Debate, Zod! Snyder was just a little ahead of his time with what he thinks of the American people. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff like Man of Steel makes more sense now because, yeah, we would be terrified of fucking Superman. Unless he came right out and was like, I'm anti-abortion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Half the fucking population would want to fucking... Give him back to his people. <laughs> I... I probably would
1: agree with that placement. I I recently watched uh, Man of Steel. It closed out the Uh So... I also watched it recently, but I haven't seen BVS in
2: a while. BVS... It's and- still, for me, very solid, but... It's, I think it's a three and a half for me. Yeah. But it will never get higher than a three ha- three and a half because of Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah,
1: it's... Well, Jesse Eisenberg and the and the ending. Uh, for me. The ending is...
2: Yeah, the ending it's still sucks. So but that's... To so me, dumb. I can overlook that ending because that's... I always have. I've always... I mean, that's how so many superhero movies end with just
1: CGI punch fest. Oh, I'm talking about the whole Martha shit. Oh. Uh, I overlook that now.
2: It's... Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, uh, I can, yeah. But the, the Affleck Batman shit is still good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still probably the the best.
1: It might be the best superhero fight scene. Oh, yeah. Or at least my favorite superhero fight oh, yeah. scene
2: is the one in the boathouse or warehouse or whatever it yeah. is. Uh, and even the beginning of the Batman-Superman fight is really good. Mm. Um, another mistake that Whedon made with Justice League... Taking out Amy Adams, yeah, I like that. Like in his cut, they just drop her off in a car. He's like Alfred, bring her, bring her in, and they show her up. Oh, which, right. which, when they wake Superman, when they wake Superman up, which to me screams that's a little dangerous because if he's crazy and you think that the only thing that's going to snap him back to normal is bringing Lois into the equation, what if he fucking kills her? Yeah. Whereas this, it establishes right from the start. She goes and visits his fuck that, that, she that goes there statue every day. every day. Yeah, oddly, and I know this is on Easter egg thing. That the cop that's there that she gets coffee—that's the guy who played Jimmy Olsen in the in the old Superman. Films. Oh, it was so neat little nod there.
1: I should have noticed that having just watched the Donner cut. Yeah,
2: but no, it it gives her a reason for going there. It's not Batman's right. plan to just throw her in front of fucking Superman and hope he doesn't kill her. It was.
1: Although, I, I know it was a way to kind of get also uh, Martian Manhunter in, but I didn't need it to be, she was on her way to go there for the last time, mm-hmm. because that's just a little too cute. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, why couldn't it just be just another day of her going there? Yeah. And, oh, these other superheroes weren't here
2: yesterday. <laughs> yeah. A lot more ruckus going on today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. But again, she also grabbed her reporter's pass to go. Right. So it's it shows that she's interested in finding stories again, and she just happens to wander into a big one. Yeah. Um, still love that, that fucking shot though when Soup's flies oh, yeah. up through and is just like hanging there in the sky, and she everyone's like, oh fuck. Yeah. That's him. Um. They gave it much more. They gave his death more, much more reverence in this film. It wasn't just oh look they put up. I mean, they he
1: didn't get a Celtic song, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there aren't women on the ocean <laughs> singing for him, but it, he got more than a fucking black banner on the bridge. Yes, you know, um, w- without having that stupid fucking phone thing at the <laughs> opening of *Winds Justice League*. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the yeah, yeah. Um,
1: back to Lois's press pass and how conveniently she keeps her press pass in a drawer on top of her pregnancy test. Yeah, that was a little. Heavy-handed. But still. (laughs) still, It's still, it's enough to go, ooh. Yeah, I guess there's there's not a lot of ways
2: to do that without,
1: like, screaming at it. But I thought that was, I did think
2: that was funny. Well, I do know that that was going to come out to be more important in the second Justice League film. When you find out that she's pregnant and it might be Bruce Wayne's baby. Every time. Because they got a little close after Clark's death. Oh. Which also, though, it tells you how much time has passed. Yeah. Because... Because that's never made clear, right? No, it's never given X amount of yeah. years later. You know it's you know some a good amount of time has passed.
1: Every time something like that happened, and I mean, I'll be honest, I did it when she wasn't in the room. Uh, every time something like that happened, like the pregnancy test or uh, Martian Manhunter or something like that's mm. a key component or whatever, I would always turn to Robin and go... Snyder Cut. She loved it. Uh, <laughs> did not acknowledge it once. Um, but <laughs> I cracked myself up doing that. Because you could do it so many times. Or or like when there was a particularly long, slow-mo thing. Yeah. Snyder Cut. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know how I got to that. Oh, the, because of the pregnancy mm-hmm. test. Uh, now, in... Because Robin said, uh, because then at the end, there's the other, you know, congratulations. Bruce says congratulations. Uh, And Robin asked, like, do they have a, have they had a kid before? And I said, I'm sure, but I'm not, I'm, because every, like. Bruce uh, and Lois? No, Lois and Superman. In Uh, other things, yeah. Yeah, and and I didn't know, because all of the ones that I can think of were like, no,
2: Connor was a clone. And so no, there there is like now a... there is now a John Kent in the Oh, there MCU. is okay. yeah, that is actually their child. Yeah. Um and I mean Does technically he... Superman returns. The, I... the Brian
1: I have not seen that movie since it came out. Don't really need to. I own it.
2: I uh, almost uh, thought of giving it a rewatch and then I'm like, "No, I'm okay." I just remember it being so boring, yeah. like painfully boring. hmm. Um, very contemplative Superman film. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, I, I'll watch a shitty movie if it's like I'll well, uh, shit. I've watched like su- Well, Suicide Squad's a tough watch. No, Suicide Squad, I can get through. What's the one I can't get through? I'm waiting for people to start demanding
2: that cut again now.
1: Yeah, no shit. Uh, I, and it just what's what's what is going on over there? <laughs> yeah, that. Well, yeah, it's. That these movies need extended cuts to make sense and be good. Well, it's because
2: they, and, I mean, from from what it sounds like, almost every major picture they've put forth since Man of Steel, which was a surprise hit. I mean, people, was it? well, people expected it to be big, but people didn't expect it to be, I think, as good as it was. I mean, yeah. I know people, st- some people still hated it, but that, that film was still a success. And it doesn't seem like they interfered, Warner interfered that much. Ever since then? Because you can't tell me, like, Green Lantern. That was Martin Campbell making that film all the way. Mm. He's done some good movies. That film is a piece of shit. And it was also one of the first ones, I hate to say it, Jeff Johns was involved in. It seems like once Jeff Johns started getting put into the movie stuff, they have made... Which, again, is weird because he writes the best fucking comics. Well, specifically, Green Lantern. I don't understand
1: how... What you're saying could be 100% right. Well, you're you're making the correlation. Yeah. You're not really saying anything because it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. that the guy who has made the best Green Lantern stuff mm-hmm. is the reason that Green Lantern movie sucks. It doesn't make and any it's sense. He's also written
2: good Justice League comics, good Batman comics, good mm-hmm. Superman comics, comics, good Flash comics. It doesn't make any sense. I that- was excited when they're like, oh, we're going to put him on board with all these movies. I'm like, yes. And... Ever since then, I mean, again, it could not, it might not be him at all, but it could just be, oh my God, everything that he has directly put his finger on the scale on has been fraught with fucking problems. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, BVS again, the theatrical, the theatrical cut was a mess. The ultimate, oh, yeah. ultimate it, cut makes it, much more
1: sense. It doesn't make any sense. That that I mean, that's the biggest... Uh, when you put that together with the dumb Lex and the Martha shit, mm-hmm. it becomes... It's unacceptable at mm-hmm. that point. If there had been... That's the thing. I think if you had, had a better ending and a more representative Lex and it didn't make sense, I'd kind of be okay with it. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, because it's, well, it's got to
1: be one. You can't have all of those yeah. things together. It's while while mess. watching
2: it this time around, I pictured Clancy Brown's voice <laughs> in my head every time Lex spoke, and I'm like, oh, you know, if he says that instead of jokingly, it's a little more sinister, and the little it works. <laughs> yeah. What the, hell? what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But I think like Mickey Mouse. But like I I specifically did during the scene it was like, oh Bruce Wayne, meet Clark Kent. And again, uh that is a, just a, a person of Lex's stature would not be in, in you know, would not be introducing a person of Bruce Wayne's stature to a fucking it's reporter. Clark Kent. Yeah. Who is covering football poorly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it just,
1: it's infuriating. If he had
2: been at at this point, you know, if that had been Lois Lane, I would have been like, okay, that happens because Lois is a big deal in the reporting world. And they mention it. Clark is not. All the time. Yeah, but Clark is not. Right. So, but again, as he was doing that, I I, I heard Clancy Brown's voice in my head. And it's like, oh, firm handshake. You know, don't get in a fight. Don't pick a fight with this guy. It wouldn't. I'm like, oh, okay. If that's. If that line is read
1: differently, it's better. It would have made more sense if, like Clark, had just done some sort, of, maybe like a, a a his first like big piece on Lex or something. Mm. Maybe, but yeah. the fact that, like you're saying, I mean, at in BVS, Clark is just starting out, mm-hmm. and he is literally yeah. on the. I don't even. What are the are college? The, is it college? Uh, yeah, okay. college. He's it's, on it's the college. it's it's eventually the college football beat. Yeah, for the Daily Planet, which
2: yeah, that would be like an, a New York Times reporter covering a covering a Syracuse football game.
1: Yeah, and that person being introduced to
2: a fucking don't know. Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> you know party. a party. <laughs> like at a party like...
1: <laughs> no, Elon Musk would be the one doing the introducing. Yeah and introducing the Syracuse reporter to, I don't know, I don't Gates or someone. Yeah, some titan of industry. It just doesn't make, it's just like...
2: Carl Icahn, you why know? Why are
1: you introducing me to this person? Yeah. Like, Yeah, the rich guy would be like, hi. How are the off. orange doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't
2: know. Uh, yeah, it, it,
1: and... Yes, half of the problem is, like, the way he does it and just,
2: like... Yeah, oh, I, I, especially re-watching the Holly Hunter scenes. I expected her at any moment to just reach across and fucking <laughs> slap him. Yeah. Like, I know he's Lex Luthor, but she's a fucking U.S. senator. Right. Y- you're not going to be able to do that without some pushback. And, and the jar of pee. No, Yeah, Granny's peach tea. <laughs> Yeah, how how'd that get in there? I know. It's... This is this is fucking Congress. Yeah, well. How did they... Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again. Yeah. Now again. Now <laughs> it, it makes a little makes sense. more. But back then, more I was like. It's more plausible now. It's an it's a, masking tape labeled, unmarked jar of, a liquid that we don't know what it really is, and that's sitting, on you know. Front of Congress, yeah. Not sure that would happen. Now I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe it fucking would. Standards have <sighs> dropped. It's, yeah. I'll still, it, it, yeah. You can't,
1: you can't have the 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 crappy elements and not make sense. Mm. You get in the extended it, all the all the stuff that makes no sense is like explained, and it does take that extra time, but. I think it would have been worth it to do that, and then you could have cut. You could have made some cuts somewhere else. Mm-hmm. There are other things that don't need to be. I I, I don't know what because I haven't watched it lately, but I'm sure if I watched it, I could cut 15 minutes oh, off yeah. that movie. Oh yeah. because uh, what is it? Is it three? Is it three hours? Three hours.
2: The full director's cut is three. Um, like three hours and five minutes or something. Where the fuck is it? There is... Down there on the left. Oh, it's that one. Two hours, three hours, and three minutes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I
1: could probably cut thirty off that mm-hmm. to make it, to make it acceptable superhero level. Yeah, uh, two and a half. Just make hours. sure
2: you you make the right cuts, mm-hmm. unlike Whedon.
1: Man, uh, yeah, I think it just because back to Justice League, it just comes down to him needing to piss all over
2: parts Ray Fisher. of it. Yeah, specifically,
1: <laughs> specifically um,
2: Ray Fisher. Like I. If his, if they had reinstituted his role, and I'm like, okay, he kind of sucked, I get it. Yeah. I get why they pulled him out as much as they humanly could. But it's like, the one scene that really rung a bell for me was the rooftop scene with um, Gordon. Yeah. In the weeding cut, Cyborg isn't there. <laughs> okay. I believe you. Why? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't even I, have a really big part in that rooftop scene. He's kind. He's just kind of there.
1: Yeah. So there's really no reason to cut it.
2: Yeah. Why erase yeah. him from that scene, fucking completely? Unless you're, and especially now that you like, he's come out and said like, no, Weeden was an abusive prick on set. Yeah. Did Wien just cut him to be a vindictive asshole? I, I think so. Uh, I, I have to think so.
1: Well, because it doesn't, because of how important he is to the story. Because mm-hmm. um, it's very. It would be like. I mean everyone is on the though they're just copying Marvel train and to a certain extent that's true but you have to understand this has been going on for 75 years these yeah. two have been going back all of their stories are similar all of their characters are similar so I say this yeah. in that context uh, it would be like taking Vision out of Age of Ultron Yeah. like w- wait a minute Oh, well, not
2: taking him out completely just having him in there enough
1: yeah it would be like <laughs> wait He's the culmination of this whole movie. Like, you don't have the rest of it without him. So, like, if mm-hmm. you just had him, like for a, a fraction of a second, with no explanations, no nothing, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was just Vision,
2: and he was there, and then he was gone. Like, you'd be like, yeah. well, and then, the then all of a sudden that? he shows up at the end to have to defeat the, and is integral in defeating the villain. Yeah, because like, even in the Wiedenka, he's still there with the Mother Box doing the thing. Yeah, and it's like, you, but it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing.
1: Um, <laughs> I was I. I And this, what I I think this is a legit criticism. And it's, again, this goes across superhero wide. Is, I like the explanation of his powers, but it essentially makes him a god. Oh, yeah. So, like... Oh, they even say that! Yeah! (laughs) In in the movie!
2: It's like, you're going to be able to manipulate the stock market? You're going to be able to do... what? But again, that also... He could kill a billion people like that, just by shutting off electricity. Yeah. But I think that also then goes to show what a good person he is knowing that i've got the power to do this and what's sure. the one th- what's the one thing he manipulates he puts money in a woman's bank account who is trying to raise her kids <laughs> the my the problem
1: is and that's great yeah <laughs> that's well. that's terrific victor i'm glad you're doing that my point is how do you uh he has to fight dark side level villains mm-hmm. he can't I'm and I think to, that's... I'm trying to think of a Teen Titans and go no, and villain. Well,
2: that's the thing. It's like, I don't want a solo cyborg film. You're getting one. But I don't want it. Yeah. And it's not because, again, he wasn't... He was really good in this. He was integral to this. Did we even get
1: blasters in the original cut? Briefly, I think. Because I, I remember thinking, watching it, I was like, wow, I don't know if we I think, saw... I think he shot
2: at, shot at Superman the same. Yeah. But... Because, yeah. like, that's his thing. Well, we definitely didn't get the extra arms. No. Um, yeah, it, that's, and that's why you I mean don't... mean the Iron Spider suit? Yeah. And that this is why I don't want a Cyborg solo film. Yeah. Because I think it's it would be too big too early for him. Um, I like to know that in the, the awful, the Nightmare universe, he's still around. Mm. I like that. Um, because I think that's where he'd be important, um... But you know you, you've you totally remade what his essential role was in the movie. They really changed what Flash's role is in the movie. Yeah, because they got rid they got rid of him being a cowardly lion type character. I don't know if I could do it. We'll just save one person. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's a fucking. Oh yeah, I he's a, about that. he's a fucking hero. Yeah, already. Right, he's got a fucking Flash costume. In- you know, he's not going to. I don't know what to do here. In in that situation. So when they, and it's, and again, you you forget it almost existed in the Whedon cut. If I hadn't just watched the Whedon cut, I wouldn't have probably remembered that. Because he had actual purpose, you know, in these fight scenes. Other than, just grab people and get them to safety, I guess. Go for it. His whole purpose is no longer to save the fucking Russian family.
1: Yeah.
2: Which, God, didn't miss them at all.
1: no. I I liked the and again I don't think this was in the in the original cut. And it's not a big deal. It's just an interesting point that it's in this Chernobyl-ish yeah. town. And but the reason they're able to go in is that all the radiation has been used mm-hmm. so now it's clear in there. I just thought that was an interesting Little tidbit, yeah, but I also like make like, it make
2: sense. I, I, but I like that again. That's why you don't really get that from the Whedon cut. Why are they in? Why are they in fucking Chernobyl?
1: Now, uh, to be fair, I didn't even ask the question I, at that point in yeah. in the Justice League when I was like, "Why is everything fucking red?" I wasn't even thinking about that. So it really wasn't even. Uh, I was. There were so many other issues that mm-hmm. that one seemed really yeah. small. I'm just glad there was a little nod to it. That like, hey, this is this is a radiation town. That's why it's a ghost town. But it's safe for our heroes because... They've been using
2: the radiation to build yeah. whatever they have. And I like that it's... They're building a fortress, yeah. essentially. A, a base of operations for the invasion. Right. Um, and the sky isn't just red because. Right. Um, and it's funny because I saw side-by-sides. It looks so much better with the blue. Yeah. So much better. Um, it's not overwhelming on the eyes. Um. Yeah, it's just... It, it
1: was... Uh, Justice League original cut is it's just an ugly movie. Yeah. I mean, on top of everything else, it's an ugly movie. Um, uh Aquaman is less broy yes. in this cut. I was I I did say, I said, Robin, I don't think we're gonna get a my man, but we did. We yeah. got one.
2: But he's also been incredibly stoic for some of this. He's been yeah. angry and stoic. So when that my man comes, it's kind of like Yeah. He feels like, you know, he's getting comfortable with these humans. Because again, that's also set up throughout the film. The Atlanteans, the humans, and the Amazonians have been apart for fucking centuries. Right, for like a thousand years. So, the, so the fact that him and Wonder Woman are even working together is a fucking big win. Yeah. And at first, it's very—he's like, "Nope, not fucking doing this." No, no, no. And in the in the ween cut, it's like Aquaman's kind of an asshole. Mm. No, it's like, oh, now no, it makes sense.
1: We got more uh, uh, Amber Heard, the blankest of slates. Uh, and she was with, fine.
2: With a different accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did she? I, I, I'm like, oh, now she's going to be English now and all. Yeah. She, She's English now, she, and, and she's going to be fully American. And... okey doke. But, you know what? She was better for it, because I didn't think she had to worry about sounding American. Yeah. She could just speak. Because, I'm sorry, not everyone can pull speaking with an accent off. No. And still, you can tell some people are concentrating on their accent. She's one of them.
1: I mean, really... Again, to it's okay to criticize Marvel. Benedict Cumberbatch is not great at.
2: He sounds like fucking house in that. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Which is all funny because it's Wait, also a Brit. Is that what doctors sound like? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also another Brit. Yeah. Trying to sound American. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood that because like Doctor Strange can be British. He's because okay. if you go in I most know. American hospitals. Yeah. The majority of doctors aren't from the U.S. Yeah for that. We're not too good at
1: science. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you go to
2: fucking Dover. Their main doctor is from, like, fucking Pakistan, you know? Or, oh, maybe not Pakistan. I'm probably being terribly racist. Probably. He's from somewhere in... Jordan? He's from somewhere in the Middle East. Uh,
1: the thing with Cumberbatch is he's fine. It really comes out when he yells. Mm -hmm. Like the, you care so much, don't you, to... Mm -hmm. That's just like, ah, uh, it makes me like just yeah. shrink back because it's just, it's not that the British accent comes out, it's just that it's so s- kind of stilted yeah. that I, I don't even... Yeah, in the superhero universe, just let people have their natural fucking accent. Yeah, who it's, gives a shit? Yeah, not
0: exactly. Uh,
1: it, we talked about this last week going the other way with Constantine. Like, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah, Yeah, most of the time he's British, but this time he sounds like Keanu. Fine, and we obviously do not want
2: Keanu trying British again.
1: No, that <laughs> that see now that was yeah, that makes it worse. Yeah, um, that so, might be uh, for a uh, an A list level actor. That might be the worst accent work we're talking about Dracula. Yeah, uh, ever. To be fair, he was just A list at that. Yeah, point.
2: but still, um, he should not have been cast. Yeah, but I was I was very happy. Uh, and I showed, I, I made a comment here. It's like, I liked that you show Mira's power here. Like, she fucking takes on Steppenwolf yeah. and does okay for the most part. Well, and she should. Yeah, you know, uh, it shows her water displacement powers yeah. a whole lot. And I like that, that's how they talk. They kind of displace some water, then they can chat. Until then, they're just dolphin chirping. Right. Which, again, shows like an, a more evolved kind of creature. Um, The dark side history. Speaking of racists, you call them creatures. Well, Jesus. Atlantians. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck the Atlantic. They're not human. <laughs> fuck those assholes. Um, I like the Dark Side history more. Yeah. I like that when the new gods invaded Earth the first time, it wasn't fucking Steppenwolf. It was Dark Side. Yeah. And I like that it, it, it was it didn't just look just like a Lord of the Rings scene now. You know, you've got fucking it showcased the gods from the Amazons a lot more.
1: Although the lantern went down without much trouble, that was yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah, he's like not- he's gonna need a new one in two eight one four or whatever. Yep. uh because yeah, homeboy went down pretty fucking easy. Yeah, <laughs> I I was too, and I have all, and I know the again the moves just Thanos. I like
2: Darkseid more than Thanos. Always I Always have. I do too. And again, um, he's a god. Yeah. He is an actual god, so it makes sense that when he evaded an Earth with many gods, yeah. he ran into a bit of trouble and took a fucking axe to the shoulder. Right. And they had to drag his ass away um, instead of just Steppenwolf showing up kicking all kinds of ass and then just not kicking ass. Yeah, and the then signs. just
1: deciding not to.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I've... And I like why they picked Earth. I, it's... Again, most people are gonna go... Anti-life equation, math? math is in this? Yeah. Are we going to have to learn math? But the fact that it's here, the the Earth has the answer to the anti-life equation, which is something Darkseid's been searching for his whole life, Um, makes no sense a little bit why he didn't come back sooner. If he knew... Because he didn't... Because they... I don't know why, but they didn't know
1: where they were. Yeah. That's what when they drag him off and he goes away i can't remember where it said yeah. let's hold on we'll pause we'll watch the whole movie <laughs> we'll find where that little sen- that one sentence is they say it's they explain that at some point mm-hmm. that uh, when they, they I don't know, they boom-tubed out of there so quickly, I don't fucking know. They just didn't but know where they, they were boom yeah, he he's never been able to find that planet, because there are hundred I mean, he's talking about never hundreds. Never
2: drinking of, boom-tube, kids.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> You'll <laughs> never know where you were.
1: Uh, hundreds of thousands of worlds, and he does it, they don't know which one it was. Yeah. Uh, and they've just been looking, and that's why Steppenwolf is like, "Hey, I fucking lucked into this one," because uh, yeah. he basically did. Mm-hmm. Now, how he—I don't—I didn't understand that part. How he had that vision? Ah, uh, I don't know either. Just did. And uh, again, we sound like we're criticizing. This was a much more when, enjoyable. Well, oh, that's the thing, though. When thing. we get
2: to the nitpicky stuff, mm. it usually means we liked it more because yeah. we're not going. I'm just gonna abandon this wholesale. Yeah, I'm done. There's with nothing this. even worth discussing in right. this. Um, and yet again, it's another role from a. I mean, almost every role we chopped was either a woman, a person of color, or some other minority. Because Ryan Choi not in this, mm. and not in his cut, and he's. Why did Although you- to be fair, when you cut the two black guys, you've got to cut the Asian guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because which, he doesn't make he, does. he doesn't make sense otherwise. But it's
2: like I don't even remember seeing him walk by
1: any of the scenes. No, anywhere. No, I I was seeing this guy for the first time in this
2: movie. Yeah, I think, Which, for the average person, is going to go, oh, okay. There's just another scientist there. We mm. yeah. the it's one of the, it's it, we're all of a sudden the Leo meme where we're pointing at the screen, going, Adam, that's yeah. the Adam. Um, but again, cut him off. Um, I liked. Did ne- you think that? Did you ever think that we were going to get? Yeah. Adam, okay. I did not think we were gonna get him in this. I'm like, okay, this is setting him up for future,
1: yeah, because there wasn't nearly enough.
2: No, they only mentioned the, like he's in charge of nanotechnology, yeah, once in right, a yeah. I'm like, okay, he'll come back more. Um, for those of you not on board, Ant Man, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Uh, the other thing that I fucking really loved is okay, Superman's been revitalized, got him in the black suit, cool. Uh, we finally <laughs> see the scene from the fucking trailer from the first one. Where it's uh, where Alfred's like, "Oh, it's you." And oh yeah. And then that was never used in the Whedon cut for obvious right. reasons because he never showed up and talked to Alfred for a minute. But I kind of liked him showing up and talking to Alfred. Like, hey, uh, where's everyone? And then I love that when he showed up, he fucking knocked the living hell out of Steppenwolf. Oh yeah. You're in in the Whedon cut. That's a hard... that's still a difficult fight. It takes all of them to kick the shit out of Steppenwolf. Mm. So why were they so fucking afraid of Superman? Right. In this one, Superman shows up, and I love that when he gets hit with the axe and he's like, not impressed. Well,
1: I I suppose, I, do you think that was a direct callback to the dark side chop at the beginning? Because it's same shoulder, same place. I think it was. Although it didn't, it's it was weird because I felt like it was the sort of thing that, is that a callback? And if
2: so, why though?
1: Because it doesn't really, to it show doesn't that, really do anything. Well,
2: it, it shows you that Superman is something to be terrified of. Yeah. Because... I mean, yeah, it was an axe from fucking, you know, Ares God of War. Right. That took down Darkseid, probably a little bit different than Steppenwolf's axe. But it's still... An axe took Darkseid down, this axe didn't even fucking phase him. Right. And then he he just (laughs) blows on it and shatters
1: it. My... uh, The other thing I'm curious about, and again, this is a DC-wide issue, is... Superman is only Superman because of the unique conditions. Mm -hmm. Why does everyone know to be afraid of the Kryptonian? You know what I mean? Yeah, because why does Dark Side know to be
2: afraid of the Kryptonians? Because Kryptonians prior to this were just people, right? And I mean, they were very technologically advanced, and maybe that's why. But if if Kryptonians knew
1: that a yellow sun would make them into super beings, the Kryptonians would have moved long ago.
2: Yeah, and it's <laughs> something they did know, because when Ka- when Kal El was, yeah. I mean, when Jor El was plotting it, while Krypton's blowing up, he's like, "All oh, right, yeah, his yellow sun will make him a god." Yeah. Like, why were you fucking here, guys? <laughs> Why were you fucking here at all? a transport, <laughs> yeah. And you said you put outposts throughout the fucking known yeah. universe. And in Man of Steel, it shows you went to an outpost on Earth. Apparently, that didn't go well because your guys died. But how did they die then? I'm wondering if they showed up like right before an extinction level event. Because <laughs> you know, if it you blacked out the sun from with volcanic ash, they're not oh, powerful right. anymore. Eh, right? So. Uh, at least... See, again, if you can give me a, a reason enough to explain it away, yep. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm like, it might not be the greatest exp- you know, reason, but if I can come up with something, you've done your job. Yep. Um. And we just didn't bother even doing that. Why, though? It makes me wonder, did they tell him, no, this has to be two hours? Because by this point, Avengers hadn't put out their big three-hour films, so... They knew this was going to push it.
1: Yeah, because Justice Justice League is actually shorter than I thought it, it was. It was two hours exactly,
2: yeah. um, and it fucking shows. Uh, what kills me is Justice League is still a forty on the Tomato. Menu. Oh yeah,
1: it, it is rated higher than than BBS. But
2: if you look, go back to the uh, Justice League rating. Um, it's oh, uh, your rating. It's two and a half. I'm like, because I'm like Okay, so it got a fresh tomato from the Chesapeake Family Magazine and the Australian. And Leonard Malton.
1: Fuck Leonard Malton. Those are the only three on there.
2: But yeah. Positives. A lot bigger names on the Rotten Tomato score. I mean, Peter Travers hates fucking everything. Yeah, I don't like him. I
1: really don't. It doesn't it doesn't seem like he likes movies. Yeah. Like you're in the wrong job. You seem to just not like what you're doing. Yeah. Why are you a film critic if yeah. everything
2: you watch you fucking hate? And, and
1: I don't say that in because I know I know people. I I think part of his shtick <laughs> is that he loves the uh-huh. he loves being the the anti on especially popular stuff. Yeah. Um. But
0: dude, and, find some joy. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying it in that way. Like I don't you do I fucking do you. I don't give a shit. But man, you seem to not like what you do. But
2: I mean. I get if he's like, well, I like film. So what? So do I. Well then, I'm I'm gonna go. I could go home and watch my fucking Uh, Ingmar Bergman box set and enjoy a whole lot of shit on that, and then go and watch a fucking stupid horror movie and enjoy that, and then go watch this. I mean, Peter Travers
1: reviewed Justice League because he wanted to. If he wanted to, he could just
2: review. He could review. He he could tell Rolling Stone, "I'm gonna review whatever the fuck I want." Yeah, he he's been there long enough. Rolling Stone would probably be like, okay. He's we'll hire some fucking someone yeah. else to do the popular films. So he's just he knew going in he was
1: going to hate Justice League. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, it's neither here nor there.
2: Um, are we done with Justice League? What else we got? Um, I'm hoping they move forward. I am too. And even if they. If they don't, I know, because apparently in some museum in Texas right now or something, there's an exhibit of the Jim, they did, Jim Lee did um, storyboards for parts two and three. And it, it really gets into how they got into the nightmare world. I want to see that. Mm. I want to see that fucking film. It sounds a lot like Injustice, the old um, yeah. uh, digital comic that got Tom Taylor a job with DC, essentially. Um, I, I still don't know how I am on, uh, Leto as the Joker. I'm not either. Uh, it, it wasn't great. Um, it, it wasn't as awful as he was in Suicide Squad. I, I, is this, is the, the nightmare thing, a,
1: I, it felt like it was a mix of Injustice and Nightfall.
2: Yeah. I think, I think in, they were pulling from a couple different things. Yeah. Uh, cause I did love though. You get more Deathstroke now. Yeah. Oh, and that was the other major change. That was like from the the post-credit scene where Deathstroke goes to his boat. Right. Instead of Lex just going, we're forming a gang, a justice gang of our own or whatever. It's like, oh, here you go. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. Because apparently that was going to be the Affleck film. Yeah. Was Deathstroke going after Batman and learning why it would have been personal for Deathstroke. Yeah. Obviously he would have survived. But now I'm like, fuck, I want to see that film. I want to see that film too. Uh, Manginello, Joe yep. is. I want to see him as stroke. It
1: was funny, <laughs> Robin, because Robin said at that point she goes, "Oh, that's why he's got his hair dyed in his family pictures because he's married to Sophia Vergara, who mm-hmm. Robin follows on Instagram." Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was a funny uh, Justice League connection because that was the connection to her. Like that's why his hair is dyed in his family pictures or whatever.
2: <laughs> yep. Because he had to do it for that. Uh, Which probably seemed like a big letdown. Because I can't... I would be pissed if I was him. Yeah. Like, here's... You're you're about to be put into a big fucking movie. And Warner Brothers pisses all over it. Well, and also... I want to know why Affleck decided not to end up not doing the Batman film. Was he just fucking like I'm done with you guys? I think
1: so. Yeah. I well, I'm. I, I know. I haven't I'm, talked to Ben about it. What but this
2: really made me want to do, I want to see like a fucking three hour in depth documentary now about making on this. Yeah, and what the hell happened? Yeah, I okay. want to see someone come in and be like, yeah, because it can't be someone directly involved with Warner Brothers, obviously. But yeah, I want to see someone We'd come definitely in. Definitely be unauthorized. I'm sure there's people now pitching this. Yeah. Like, I want to go make this documentary because I really want to fucking see how this turned into this. I'm sure Ray Fisher will talk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh it's And the thing with Deathstroke is speaking of Ray Fisher, Deathstroke is also a big Titans baddie, so he mm-hmm. is really more uh more often in individual stories, well individualizing Teen Titans. Or Batman versus Justice League level. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he could have bounced around for the next decade to being in Batman movies and being in Cyborg movie and being in Teen Titans.
2: Yeah, being in the Flash stuff. movie is, at
1: uh, one point. Not, yeah. not Barry
2: Allen, but Flash was a tight a teen, You know, a Wally West yeah. was a Teen Titan. But you could have put Deathstroke in a Flash movie. You could put him in any of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he probably he probably signed like a five picture deal. Probably to be in a post-credit scene. And that was it. Cool. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he paid. Oh, yeah. But still. Yeah, I, he, I'm not worried he's about... A, he's also a giant nerd, so yeah. you can tell, like, he he probably wanted this. Yeah. I mean, he probably had... had
1: he had his own eye patch. And... Yeah. No, <laughs> no, guys, I've got my own <laughs> costume at home. <laughs> mine's Mine's fitted, so... <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't need your and dirty And have seen anything from... Uh, from Comic Con stuff, sometimes those homemade costumes are better than what they fucking show up on oh, the sure. street. Yeah. Captain America and Avengers. Well,
1: um. <laughs> I mean, frankly, the the cosplayers have a lot more time to do it. Yeah, uh, because costume design is like, hey, you got three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's let's see something real good because we're using it, and and once it's there.
2: Yeah, one, once That's, that first shot's been filmed. It's what he's wearing.
1: Yeah. So, like, whereas cosplayers are can be improving and working on it for... Yeah, a decade. So. Yeah, I there think i There is I've some hit, cool stuff. I think yeah. I've hit... Every, oh,
2: yeah, and again, Martian Manhunter shows up. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that... Uh, even though the, the
1: lantern went out poorly, I'm glad that there was more lantern and... Because I want a good Green Lantern, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously dumb everybody wants. Anyone who would be interested in these wants. But I like, I really, like my favorite stories are Green Lantern yeah. stories. The Green Lantern animated series is...
2: Yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't need another Batman film. We've got plenty. Yeah. Do someone else. I'll take the Batman.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, from, I... But yeah,
2: I want to see a Flash movie. I want to see a Green Lantern film. Yeah. Fuck, i want to see a Martian Manhunter film.
1: Out of all of the possibilities, I get, I, my number one would be mm-hmm. a proper Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Uh, with I, all, with no Earth. Well, I mean, it would have to be here, obviously. But some, yeah. I don't want to spend an hour at Ferris fucking yeah. testing jets. <laughs> um, get out into space.
2: Yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to
1: talk about. So, yeah. long story short, all the, uh, all the stuff that is really uh, offensive to the senses... In the Justice League, one is pretty much not in here. Or very, very muted. Yeah. Um, And all of the stuff, a lot of the things that are completely not explained are explained. Uh, It still has issues, but everything. There are very few uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would even... Like, uh, Ragnarok. There are very few that are just like, man, I wouldn't. I don't think I would change anything about that. And there's there's nothing even to really nitpick about that. There's always going to be, and especially in four hours, you got a lot more things to possibly nitpick. Yeah. Um. But I think overall, overall, and this is coming from I was su- up until like Wednesday, yeah. I was crazy skeptical about this. And
2: you're not the only one. This was a. I think this is an overwhelming success. I I would bet half of the like YouTube reactions and stuff I've I've or even like. Facebook, and Twitter, half of the reactions have been, I didn't go into this expecting anything. Mm. And it was much, much better than I expected. Yeah, this, and also,
1: um, I mean, we've, we talk about Marvel most on this because that's... 26 films versus like five. Right. <laughs> or but ten. Both of us have said several times, if you could give me a world where one or the other had a super strong franchise, it would be DC in a heartbeat Yeah, uh, for me. Uh, if yeah. you if you gave me like three awesome dc movies a year as opposed to or one awesome one good and one okay yeah. versus that in Marvel I would take that DC I would do all day
0: yeah
1: um because I do like Dark side more mm-hmm. I do you know, obviously the the Batman stuff uh and any I would lo- i mean you could build a whole uh, universe out of Green Lantern, mm-hmm. you could just yeah. keep going and go. You could
2: go yeah. through through <laughs> the whole fucking spectrum. It would be great. Uh, but yeah, because with DC, you've got seventy five years at yeah. least with most of these characters, where you can mine them for stories for a long, long fucking time. Fucking see Starro here any day yeah. now. Instead, we've gotten like ten Batman films, yeah, six or so Superman films. Well, and, and then and pretty much nothing else. Not just ten Batman
1: films. Ten Batman films, like four of which are yeah, good. Same
2: with the Superman films. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's even lower. Yeah, um, um, I'm I'm hoping now when we see Suicide Squad in a few months, yeah. like DC will, because Wonder Woman eighty four kind of killed some of that momentum. It did. It uh, did. It's ama- But again, it though, still from,
1: amazes me that that was bad. It,
2: it feels like though again studio with interference on it. All right, because I mean,
1: <laughs> I don't. I, I it, it, it baffles based me. Based
2: on how good the first one was, yeah. where it seems like she was just kind of left alone to do it, versus yeah. this one, which seemed like it had a lot more fingers in the pie, and it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to be
1: left completely alone with a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget, or what you yeah. know. I don't know what Wonder Woman was. It was still. Bad, it's but, like
2: you're hiring these people to yeah. make these movies, um, and Marvel. Yeah, they've got their house style, but they bring in filmmakers who aren't big filmmakers. I mean, mm. the biggest thing that they're talking about right now is um, what's her name, Elaine Elaine Zhao, who is the director of Nomadland. Oh yeah, which this it, Nomadland is her first big film, and that is not a big film. It stars fucking Francis McDormand as a fucking essentially a migrant worker. Not a bi- that's not something that screams to most people. Hey, give them a huge superhero franchise. And they gave her uh, fucking eternal and a not
1: established one.
2: Yeah, and apparently from everything that's being spoken about, it's fucking brilliant. Mm. Like even Marvel's like, holy shit, this is better than we thought. And that tells me they let them kind of make their movie with with. I mean, and I, it seems like that was probably with James Gutton.
1: Well, that's and that. Guardians well, that's and, been their. Th- those have been their biggest successes. Mm-hmm. Have been well. That's not true. That's a lie. Yeah. Endgame is there. Being... Not there but, too... I mean, like. Now, the second ones... most popular film of all time, yeah. Uh The <laughs> ones that, that have been, like when you ask people, you know, take out the Avengers ones, what are your favorite uh, Marvel movies, they're going to say Winter Guardians, Summer. they're going to say Black Panther, and Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and those three were definitely left alone. Yeah. I mean, I would put Winter Soldier in there too, but that's more of a straight line spy yeah. thriller. Yeah. Which, type by the way, did
2: you notice Taika Watiti is in Man of Steel?
1: I did notice that. He's one of the that. army guys. Yeah, yes. I was like, holy oh, yeah, shit, there's Taika. Yes. Uh, but I think I had seen it somewhere. So it wasn't like yeah. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. I didn't DiCaprio that I, I totally DiCaprio. Because uh, again, I think it I had, had been years since I had seen this. Well, I think I had seen it somewhere. And then when I watched it, I was I was reminded. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing the thing. With, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that I would have noticed. I, I would have noticed yeah. them otherwise. At this point, I would have because
2: mm-hmm. of uh, well, everything. But yeah, I think DC, I mean, Warner Brothers needs to take kind of the Marvel approach. Where it's like, hire people that you trust and then let them make what they need to make. Yeah. And and if you're going to do some shit that needs planning, fucking plan it out better. Because it's okay
1: that, because I feel like DC wants to make everything the same tone. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the fact that you get Guardians and... Everyone in Marvel is kind of the same, but mm-hmm. when you get uh, characters from that speak and act a certain way in Ragnarok in the same movie with the people that speak and act in a way of Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. it can work mm-hmm. because they are different characters. It's it's fine. It's, I
2: mean, That's why they've worked for so many years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it
1: would be different if you... If you were bringing spider ham into it, people
2: specific, but even then, that well, worked in the fucking spider. But that film. worked
1: because of that. I, I'm saying, yeah. like, you couldn't bring spider ham into the MCU and like, but, have him, yeah, <laughs> no, but you
2: brought rocket, rocket raccoon, in yeah, exactly, and, yeah, exactly, and Groot. right. Um, and that's that's part of the reasons people were excited to see the Avengers films. Is because it's like, oh, these guys who have been off in their own little universes doing their own little thing are now together. Right. Nobody, you didn't get a chance for that with Justice League. It was yeah. Like, you
1: never even had a chance to want it.
2: Yeah. They're, had, just, you, they're you, just getting it. Yeah, you saw, you know, Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman in a 35, 40 second clip yeah. in BVS. Yeah. You know, you didn't get Wonder Woman a whole hell of a lot in BVS until the end. Um, yeah, and you
1: who did, did the graphic design on the... Uh... On the logos. Yeah, in the I've always loved that. <laughs> that's
2: great. Lex hired
1: someone to someone make the Someone did that. <laughs> <laughs> and Lex Lex hired someone to do it, and then the heroes stuck with it. Yeah. They were like, you know what? This supervillain was onto something with yeah. my logo. I dig it.
2: Well, you know, Lex is good at branding.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> clearly.
2: <laughs> they saw dollar signs.
1: <laughs> it is, and, I, and again, I, that's something I'm willing to overlook, but it is funny.
2: Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I think we've talked Justice League enough now.
1: The only other uh, new thing that I really watched this week was uh, These Final Hours. The the mm, I did not get a chance to watch that so yet. So I watched two Apocalypse movies this week. Nice. <laughs> uh, just spelled differently. So that's the one that takes place in Australia. Uh, the only person you're going to know in it is actually the little girl, uh, because it's a young um, uh, Betty Brant from the most recent. Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. uh, and she was also she was also Ryan Gosling's daughter in The Nice Guys.
2: Oh yeah, uh, easy to forget that.
1: Yeah, so she's like ten-ish in this because this is like I think it was 2011. Um, it was really good. I'm I'm sure, and and uh, there's the apocalypse genre is not a new one. Uh, the thing that I really liked about it was. The apocalypse has happened at mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie. The asteroid has hit. Mm-hmm. There's no... Bruce Willis isn't on his way. <laughs> there's no... There's no plan. There's... It's... It has already hit North America. Or it hit in, the, in like, the North Atlantic. Yeah. So now it's just... It takes several hours for the shockwave to get to Australia. So Australia knows it's over. Yeah. And there's nothing... You're just waiting
2: for it yeah, to arrive. are waiting for that Superman scream to hit you. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, you're waiting for, uh, after you've sent the plans to the Resistance, you're <laughs> sitting on the shore with uh, Jin Urso, waiting to get Flash burned. So, you did always have that, I don't know if it's, in, it's not really impending dread, but like, This is already over. Uh So, And everyone knows it, and everyone is dealing with it differently. And just like uh, there are many apocalypse movies, you and I both know that they're... uh, And they don't have to be the same thing, but it is often told through the eyes of the grizzled guy and the young girl who brings out his humanity and Mm -hmm. whatnot. That's what this is. I'm not pretending it's not, because that's... And there are a gazillion of those. I've watched like four of them this year. (laughs) Uh, plus, you know, Last of Us, and yeah. the, the list goes on and on and on of those those types of stories because it is an easy story to tell because you take the grizzled man yeah. who can do all the bang bang action mm-hmm. stuff, and then you bring the little girl along to show oh, he does have a heart. Yep. Oh, he does, you know, like
2: yeah, they have their specific purposes. Yeah,
1: and, and it's tropey, and and I get it, but this it I think it's done really well in this movie. Um, it, it's obviously all the tropes are there, but it feels like the, it feels like this movie doesn't know that.
2: You Just know what I the mean. Reasons I like The Last of Us Two is because the two young girls become the grizzled old men. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Uh, which I still have no, I'm still halfway through. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start it over at this point. I yeah. think.
2: Although I'm still,
1: it's funny. I, I'm still, I still know exactly where I am story wise. Mm. I don't remember what sitting I'm in. After are you still on Ellie? <laughs> Yes, I have not uh, switched, oh, I don't even know what her name is now, I've already forgotten it. What's her name? Abby. Yes. Uh, I haven't moved over to Abby yet, but is that about a halfway point? No, it's, it's
2: the, yeah, it is the legit halfway point. Okay, because hmm. that, that's what I... Because you get three days with each character.
1: Oh, okay. Cause, so uh, that's not uh, spoiler territory for me, That that's as yeah. much as I know. That's another one that I have deftly avoided uh, gotta, gotta spoilers, man. although I feel like I know what's going to happen. I'm just not going to say it because...
2: My face will give it away if you right,
1: right. yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. That is or, my typical reaction. Or, or you're going to be like, Jesus,
2: man, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm leaving. I've got to go. That's so right. I do that all the time where I'll, I'll like, predict something and then Andrew will just look at me like, Jesus. Like, you- I'm just... That came naturally to your brain. I'm picturing you, like,
1: you realizing for the first time that you're trapped with me in a fucking basement. And, like, no one can hear me. <laughs> if, if he has, like, a machete under that desk. Uh, yeah, so I, I, that was actually something I was thinking I would do as soon as school got out. I would really sit down and, and go through it. It's just, it's it's not that I don't have the time. It's that I never feel like I have big enough chunks of it. Yeah. Like at any minute, ten different. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say ten yeah, but cause Two different. I would, different want, I would people. want
2: at least solid two to four hour chunks to play that. Yeah, uh,
1: and really, that, that's that's yeah, because only... some of it's. I mean,
2: parts of this game is long. They're long. Yes,
1: yeah, and that's what kind of because I felt the same way. I felt like if I didn't if I didn't feel like I had two hours, and the only time that can happen is after everyone goes to bed, mm-hmm. and during the school year, I. I do not stay up two hours later than everyone else, uh-huh. like I would in the summertime, because uh, I just can't do it. <laughs> I'm just fucking tired. <laughs> uh, so I need I need uh, uninterrupted chunks uh, to do that. It's the same reason, on a much smaller level, that I've you know that I was explaining about Old Boys. It's the only reason I haven't watched it because mm-hmm. I never because I, I want to watch that under uninterrupted in one sitting, yeah. and it just <laughs> doesn't happen easily. Just never happens. Uh, although, most weekends I could do it. I should have done it. See, like, last night we were on the road all day, and by the time everyone got home, I couldn't focus on something that I really wanted to focus on, uh-huh. so I watched this as the end.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that I is an awesome hour and 45 minutes if you don't want to have to think about anything. Yeah. I choked laughing. Oh, yeah. And I've seen this movie, like, I don't know how many times. It never stops being... The whole uh, McBride and
2: (laughs) just beside the the McBride argument about jerking off. Oh my
1: god! (laughs) I was coughing, my eyes were watering, and again, I've seen this movie like five times. That scene is so fucking funny. Oh yeah, and it goes on. I saw that in the theater,
2: and you couldn't hear half the lines because people are losing their fucking (laughs) shit. that. when it starts to get into the.
1: You're not going to be able you're going to be so dehydrated that you, oh my God, it's so, it was, I was laughing so hard, I think Robin was getting, I'm making it sound like Robin hates me. She doesn't. She, for the most part, likes me. Uh, But I think she was getting uncomfortable, because it goes on for a really long time. It's a long time to be talking about semen. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: It's like whenever I watch The League, and Andrew is always looking at me like, I can't believe they're saying this. I'm like, this isn't even the worst thing. Right. Robbie hasn't shown up this episode. FX doesn't play. Yeah.
1: Uh, and the the other McBride scene at the end with Channing Tatum. <laughs> the funny thing about that is, the greatest
2: cameos uh, of yes. all time. Well,
1: I was... Uh, I, lo- I, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you, I think I mentioned it last week, that uh, I had watched an interview with Seth Rogen and it turned into the GQ, uh, mm-hmm. whatever... And when they got to this as the end, uh, it, it should come as it was interesting. It should come as no surprise that the studio was not on board with them all playing themselves. Oh, of so they not. were they lied to the studio the whole time and said <laughs> no, no, we're not because that was their original pitch. And the studio is like, no, you're not doing that. And they're like, so, okay, so we'll make them all characters and we'll give them all names. So they lied to the studio <laughs> for the entirety of the shoot.
2: That's amazing. The
1: first time the studio knew that what they had actually done was when they showed it to them.
2: <laughs> and at that point you, you can't
1: go back we've on already it. spent your money
2: yeah
1: uh so which is really ballsy but anyway when they got to the gimp thing uh this was the uh seth rogan he said uh i didn't even want to offer it to anyone because i felt like it would be insulting
0: yeah
1: and he said we were talking about that we were talking about who could we even offer it to without just like I don't even want to have that conversation with someone. You want to
0: play Danny
1: yeah. post-apocalyptic sex lady. Yeah. And he, they say they were we were talking about it in a meeting or whatever. And Jonah Hill like immediately said, "I bet Channing Tatum will do it." <laughs> and yeah, he they, goes, had ar- "They had already done Twenty One jumps yeah. for it yet." So he's like, "Really?" He's like. I'm going to email him because I don't even want to have this conversation. <laughs> he said, I emailed Channing Tatum and it was less than 30 seconds. He emailed back, yes, when do you want me? <laughs> awesome. Because I can't remember he said it. I mean, obviously it's so, it's a lot funnier in Seth Rogen's voice, but I can't remember how he worded the email. But it was like, first off, this, uh, this role is... Not at all forgiving.
2: Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to have to hump Danny McBride's leg.
1: You're not going to come off good here. <laughs> but this is what it is. You are a cannibalistic Danny, Danny McBride's gimp. <laughs> and he pulls you out of the chain and he was like, in 30
2: seconds, yes, I'll do it. People fucking lost their mind, though, again. Oh my man. god. I People bet. People lost their mind a lot in that. Uh, pretty much, in the in the theater, uh, Michael Sarah got fucking huge. Loss. Oh my god. Um, and again, I would I would have <laughs> loved to have heard because again they're playing most of them are playing slightly off dickish versions of themselves. Yeah, Michael Cera is playing a I'm hoping to Christ well, a way different version. Of yeah, himself. They, he
1: said he actually mentions that in the thing. He's uh, he said uh, you know obviously Michael Cera and Jonah Hill are the ones that are furthest from their actual. <laughs> but that was Jonah Hill. That was his idea. He said, let's make me, like, fucking off the charts. Yeah, the biggest sycophant yeah. ever. Uh And <laughs> what does this cocaine smell like? <laughs> <laughs> that Ugh. is a, that's an entertaining movie. As oh, hell yeah. Even if you think it's, the, and it is dumb. Oh, it's crazy dumb. Oh, yeah. And
2: really bloody. Yeah. Uh, it's a hard R, that's for sure.
0: God, Unlike
2: funny. Justice League, which you could have cut a few F-bombs from that, and that movie's not... It, that film didn't need R, an R rating, honestly. There were some bloody decapitations. Yeah, well, Wonder Woman pretty much
1: fucking kills a lot of people. Well, that was another. That was another thing I was gonna. An early text was like, "Man, Wonder
2: Woman is fucking straight up murdering people." Oh,
1: those, oh yeah, that th- those th- men are
2: dead. Th- th- yeah, the uh, the bank heist scene or whatever yeah. or fucking that was, the museum bank, whatever the fuck it was.
1: Well, that was explained because that their motivation was I don't think explained in. That is something I, I could quickly watch that little scene. But I don't think their motivation is explained at all. That they just, they're just stalling and they're going to blow it up no matter what. And that's yeah. why it's okay for her to bust in and risk all those lives the way she does. Yeah. Because they're going to die anyway. Maybe it is. I don't know. But,
2: yeah. I don't even, think they explained it in that detail.
1: Even before you see the, the head splatter type stuff, like, the first couple, of. Us, those two men are definitely yeah, dead. Yeah, Bruce Bolton ain't surviving that, being uh-uh. shot out that fucking window like that. No, 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 no. But I'm talking <laughs> yeah. long before that. Oh, yeah. When she kicks those first two guys into the
2: columns in there. Oh yeah, I, I wrap them I, uh, around it. I love how, and I don't want to say I don't love how Paid, how Patty Jenkins used Wonder Woman, but I love how Snyder uses her because mm. she's she moves incredibly fast and she's incredibly strong. Yeah, and yeah. So when she's taken out you know terrorists she's not pussyfooting around she's not she's knocking them through pillars and yeah. killing them uh, And that's another
1: that's what I liked about that was one of the, the things in BVS that I liked mm-hmm. was how fast Superman is mm-hmm. like fast and violent mm-hmm. um,
2: and I don't mean violent as in it yeah. oh, just reminded me of another thing I can't believe we didn't cut out the Wonder Woman scene with the little girl yeah for someone who was such a self-appointed feminist champion, I would. Why, why did he take that little snippet out of the film? Yeah. That's like the, aww, moment for Wonder Woman. It would have, it, it really, it, it's... And it was like 30 seconds tops. Not even. Yeah. Uh,
1: it seems like the type of thing he would put in there just to do, hey, look, what it, look, yeah, look I'm, I'm going to slide this in.
2: I'm with you, I'm with her.
1: It would have, frankly, if he had left that in, or if that had been something he did, it I would have liked it less. It would have been less earnest, right? right? Yeah. Uh, again, knowing what we know now, and it's it we're it's it's fortunate and unfortunate that we're at the we're at the point that we know so much about all these assholes. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't know that Brando was an insufferable cunt back in. You know, All the people who worked with him did. Well, sure, the, yeah, the but, they were, but they did. were the only ones. Yeah, they didn't go out and talk about it. Ah, uh, they were the only ones that knew that. No yeah. one else did. Um, you know, and so now it's like it's hard to separate art from art. Harder to, much mm-hmm. harder
2: to separate art from artists now. Um. Well, a big thing this past week was um, Richard Stanley, who made the color out of space last year. The, mm-hmm. the new Nick Cage movie. He he was the original Doctor Moreau guy. That guy. Yeah. Uh, word came out that his uh, romantic partner of, like, the past decade or so uh, was getting beat to shit by him on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, so it, it's come out now that he's an awful... I mean, it's... Honestly, it wasn't a big leap. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, the guy's fucking crazy. It's not a not a big step to also realize he's probably abusive to women as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that just came out that he's also awful. And apparently she pressed charges originally in, like, 2014, Oof. and it's just coming out now. But yeah, another awful human being.
1: Now, yeah. that said, you can be uh, a prick to work with.
2: And not be a degenerate fuck as Yeah, a, as a human. Uh, um, David are... Fincher is apparently a prick to work with. Because right. he's demanding. Yeah. Uh,
1: doesn't mean he goes home and kicks the shit out of his significant other if yeah. he has one. Um, yeah, so we're, we, we're not, we're not lumping in all, uh, notoriously difficult to work yeah. with people into the same thing. Um, John Wayne's another one. Mm,
2: well, like, I can't even watch John Wayne stuff. I uh, was never a big Wayne fan anyway. I wasn't, so. I
1: never got it. Yeah. I never understood how, why him? Yeah. Like, he doesn't this, even. Th- this is the tough guy? Yeah. He doesn't even seem to be. I feel like I could beat him up, you know. And, and I'm yeah. not just saying like the, the hundred year old version. I'm talking about like the yeah. height of his tough guyness. Like he's just a
2: taller guy. They're they're everywhere. Of
1: looked like a slub and he never like nothing in any of his movies makes me think. Oh, whoa! You don't want to tangle with that guy. Yeah, it's not like
2: looking at David Batista.
1: Yeah, he'd be <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna think twice. Yeah. I don't know. I feel. Like, I feel like I would do okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. We're both probably gonna get some shots in. And then. On top of all that, he's not a great actor? No, no
2: he was not. Uh,
1: and he was like nominated for Oscars and shit? Oh, he won for The Searchers. Like, I got it. I don't yeah. know. It's I I've I never got it. Um but hey, whatever. Mm. Whatever, Marion. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the to bring it all the way back around, that's why I like these final hours. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I ever went beyond that. I, feel like I don't think I, see, I watched any apocalyptic movies this week.
2: Not
1: well, really. you could watch these final hours. Um, it was pretty good. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that either. I watched three apocalypse movies. Because This is the End is also an apocalypse very, movie. Very much so.
2: A, a it's, literal, a, it's in the title. Holy
1: shit. I watched... Amazing. I was like, <laughs> okay, thought, this week. <laughs> I, th- I know. I thought my uh, my Justice League and uh, asteroid impact joke was, was the crux of it. And I watched the ultimate apocalypse movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, maybe I should carry that theme into this week. What else <laughs> could I watch? Oh, there's a lot, but are, are there good ones that I haven't seen?
2: I don't know what I have to think on that.
1: I'm sure BuzzFeed or someone has made a best apocalypse movie oh, without a doubt. I can tell you what it won't be. It won't be, uh, 2012. Is that the Hall one? <laughs> so bad. No. Wait. Which yes. one's the Hall one? Day after, Day tom- after tomorrow. Yeah. Ugh. Where the cold is inconsistently deadly. Yeah. <laughs> like very
2: inconsistently very, deadly. Or, as in, you could go outside and die immediately or right. hike to another city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like wait, one or the other.
1: I don't understand what's going on.
2: Is the hood the only thing that's keeping <laughs> him alive? It's a very strong hood. Yeah, it's a f- motherfucker of a hood. Oh, what did I watch this week? Oh. Uh, I finally got to watch the last Blockbuster documentary. Yep, which it's exactly what you'd think it is. It's a bunch of people talking about how much they loved Blockbuster growing up. Paul Shear was talking Paul, about that this yeah, Paul, week. Yeah, Paul Shear's in it yep. quite a bit. Um, it makes it's one of those things where it makes you really want to go to that store because it's yeah. still legit. It's an actual. It's not like they just took the name. Like they're a legit Blockbuster. They have to. That's actually a big plot point. Where every year they have to renegotiate the license. Yeah. To, and it's like, a bunch of the stars are like, why wouldn't Viacom? Because it's Dish Network owns Blockbuster now, apparently, of all people. So they're like, why why wouldn't they license? They're not using that name for anything else.
1: What was the name of the microwave company that owned AT&T and NBC and everything? In oh, it was all a subsidiary of
2: the Shineheart wig company. <laughs>
1: And, now, and he was the head of the microwave division of the <laughs> Shine Heart That's what it was. Yeah. Anytime I see stuff like that, I just, I think yeah. Sabre. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, but um, yeah, that's what it is though. It's like this, every year this store has to negotiate having the name Blockbuster. Hmm. And people are like, well, what would happen if you don't? And they're like, I, I don't know. Because they were talking about how like one year they, had, they were moving locations or something and they had to take the name down for something to
1: fixed the sign and they
2: lost know. like half their business because people thought they were closing because it was during that time when all of them were closing down. Um and it, it, it's it's an interesting story because it's pretty much a family-run blockbuster. Like the woman who has managed it for like 15 years, like her kids work there. Her you know, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, all these people work there. Um and it's in it's in Bend, Oregon, which is I guess kind of like one of those weird little towns where it's this type a, of thing works. I think
1: Bend is um, well. It's where
2: Sony Bend is. It's it's a yeah. it's a little tech town. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's a type of place where this will still work. Um, so it's nice seeing, and of course, people travel to go to go there to take their get their picture taken. Um, and it was interesting to see how it wasn't just Netflix that killed Blockbuster. It was a bunch of other bad decisions as well. Um, naming, namely, Buster deciding not to buy Netflix when they had the chance. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of the same old stories where people it was mismanaged and assets. It's like everything else. Corporate raiders took over, mismanaged the assets, and then walked away. Right. Um, pretty much the every big corporation that's gotten gone down in the past twenty years. That's the reason why. It's like AB went down. Yeah, and it's it's the it's
1: the it's it's one of the biggest problems with capitalism is that the the goal isn't isn't, isn't growth yeah it's not public it's it's not the good of it's not consumer yeah. friendly at all um and i don't want to get into a whole capitalism thing but it is it, i don't blame them like we're, I get the nameless, faceless uh, corporation thing, but I don't blame them because it really boils... De- it's a system level. It's a literally a systemic problem and also a legal one where if you're... They are legally obligated mm-hmm. to make the most money they can for their stockholders. Them. And that is a legal obligation. And unfortunately...
2: <laughs> they don't have an obligation to anyone else. Right. And they, and they you don't, don't need to make a better product. You don't need to look out for the customer.
1: And if Blockbuster is losing money, it does make more sense for them in the short term, at least to mm-hmm. do that. It's not a public good. It's not.
2: Yeah. The, the know, job, their job. And that's right. Cause it's, as being on the side of this, cause I worked for movie gallery when they were going through troubles. I worked for KB toys when they were going through, I mean,
1: KB toys like had like all
2: these places out of business. They had like three different CEOs while I was there yeah. in a five year span. Yeah. Their job, they were always saying how they were, about, they were all about turning things around in long-term growth. And then yeah. they'd be like, well, in order to have long-term growth, we need to close down a third of the That's scores. how they got that job. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not how. Yeah, er, and every time they would do this, like they'd have these big rah-rah-rah district manager meetings. Mm-hmm. And every time I was like, they don't believe a word of what they're oh, telling us. no. And it was sad. To watch all these other store managers, like, light up. Like, we're g- I'm going to have this job for 20 more years. And meanwhile, I'm going, like, we're going to have this job for another five. Mm-hmm. You know, me less than that, actually. But <laughs> um, yeah, the company did not outlast me by long. Right. Um, And part of the reason I didn't last till the end was because I was... Call- I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah. You can't do this. And them going, are you going to do that? And me going, no, I'm not going to do that. And then they're going, there's the door, pal. Like, you guys... You're seeing the same things I am, yeah. right? Cuz I remember I would get into arguments all the time over action figures cuz it was my thing. Yeah. I'd be like you're not you're, you're sending us they're like, "Well, we're getting you these all high margin ones." Great. But they're not sell- That's awesome that you're getting these wrestling action figures from 10 years ago for 5 cents a piece and we're selling them for 8 bucks. But, but, but no guess one wants what? It. We're not selling them for 8 bucks. This action figure section is filled to the brim with stuff that no one is going to buy. Right. Meanwhile, I'm telling you, okay, these Marvel Legends figures that we're only getting 20% margin on, but can't keep on the shelves, you're telling me we're not going to get more of those. Right. And I remember the biggest thing that pissed me off was episode two action figures came out, and there were six different waves. We got an eight-foot section of two out of the six. Yeah. Yeah. And those two didn't include a single fucking good character. And then they were like, well, we're not going to send you more. I was like, can we send me more? I don't have fucking Yodas right. on my shelf. You can't tell me. I can't tell Yodas. Yeah, I'll sell well, every fucking Yoda
1: we get in. Every anyone who is looking for that sort of thing is going to be like, what the hell is going on And here? that's
2: exactly what would happen. Because it's all—it's people I knew because we were all action figure collectors. And yeah. They'd come in and go, why'd you guys put out all the boxes of the same one? Yeah. And then it, I'd be like, well, that's all we got. Right. And then they were like, oh, okay. And I'd be like, you want to buy them? Nope. No, thank you. I don't need a bunch of Dex Jackers. Right. Thank you. Um, But no, thank you. Yeah, and part of me, and I, there were times I was like, "Hey, can we switch some with other stores? Can I send like sixty of these to another store and get sixty I don't have?" Mm. Nope, we're not doing that. And then they wondered why those figures sat and sat because also too because they were they were we were legally obligated yeah. to have those in the front eight feet of the store for three months. Yeah, because we signed a deal with Lucas or you know Ken or whoever the fuck put him out. Um, and they sat there and collected dust. Mm-hmm. And even when we, we eventually marked them down to like three bucks a piece. And guess what? People still weren't buying. Them. Well, at that
1: point, uh, how many times did you walk by it at that point? You were never,
2: people were never coming in and checking it out cause they knew. And you That's were never like section. going, you know what?
1: When this hits 50% off guys, I'm
2: getting all of them. No, yeah. at that point it's like. No, cause yeah. Cause even then like the eBay people were were like, right. no. Um, and this is what happened continually with that store, <laughs> and you know when I watch a thing like the last Blockbuster, that's all I think of. It was like you said, people who were there because they had to make money for the stockholders were in charge, and that ruins everything. Except for the except for the stockholders who do quite well most right. of the time, but it's like now they're thinking of bringing back Toys R Us. I saw a thing that they're going to... And I'm like, that's never going to work now. No. The business model has changed too drastically in the time you've been away. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're going to have to
1: come back different. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just... It's it's too bad that the... uh, That even without the corporate meddling, Mm -hmm. still just uh, the way that people consume movies is no longer that yeah so yeah again because it's now just
2: a novelty part of my dream fucking job would be opening up a video store again yeah i would love to do that but there's no way for me to unless i own the building that i'm operating out of and don't mind operating for free every day
1: yeah that's the other thing even if you owned the building uh you'd make more money leasing it to someone else yeah exactly (laughs) you know I was like, and it wouldn't cost you your time.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing is like I would have to run. I would have to be the one to run that store yeah. and be there every day. Which, unlike a bookstore where you can close at like seven, you have to stay open late for video stores. Yeah, because that's when you're making your money. Like our busy time at Movie Gower was from like six to nine p.m.
1: There would have to be the the thing that sucks is that there would have to be another reason for people to be coming in. Mm-hmm. There, you'd have to have another... We're, like, building a business here
2: on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I think you eh. could do with... With my knowledge of film, I could run a, st- a boutique-type store where people are coming in looking for specific movies, and I'd be able to help them out. The problem is
1: you, you'd be... Even in a large area, mm-hmm. even in... A, for Maine, even, large. Yeah. Uh, like, in Portland, even you'd still be counting on such a small... You'd be counting on the same yeah, 20 people exactly. to be spending like hundreds of dollars a year in yeah, your place. yeah, uh, Which isn't going to happen. No, because those people definitely exist, but not enough of them, Yeah, um,
0: unfortunately. Mm-hmm.
2: But. And again, yeah, the only way to make money off something like that would... Most of your business would be online. <laughs> Which again... At that point, you're just Netflix again. Yeah, You're mailing DVDs to people hoping yeah, they mail them back. Right. Uh,
1: I don't know if you've heard of this novel idea, but we're going to send you <laughs> the movie of your choice in an envelope. and you, All you got to do is
2: peel it and send it back. Oh, Jesus. But at that point, though, you're not operating at enough of a level to pay the fucking postage that you would incur. You're right,
1: because the only reason Netflix works is because they had a deal with
2: yeah, they were, USPS. Yeah, they uh, were mailing out massive amounts of stuff. Yeah. It's sad, but yeah, we're the world is at a point where those types of things just don't work anymore. Although, uh,
1: the on kind of a, a you know different topic when you arrived this morning, I was looking at uh, uh, cannabis seeds, and my issue has always been uh, to get the really like the world class breeders, you had to order them from Europe, that's mm-hmm. where I've always ordered from. Um, and now I have learned in the last couple of days that. Uh, there's a seed store right in Maine that has all of the mm-hmm. the good breeders, the world class breeders that I've been buying from for years now. Uh, and it's the prices are about the same, but now I don't have to ship it from England. yep and uh like in Maine with a hundred dollar order, it's free shipping and it'll be here in three days versus weeks. Yeah, weeks. <laughs> uh, and then that's... In a lot of that if, time,
2: you don't even know where that fucking package is.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I actually just ordered some seeds, which I could have ordered now that I'm now learning. Uh, everything that I ordered from in my last order uh, could have come from, I don't know, Scout Hegan or wherever the fuck this place is. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, and it's about two weeks. I'm actually waiting on seeds right now that... Uh, it would have been two weeks yesterday, and and like you said, you don't hear anything until it's in the U.S. So I don't fucking even know where they are. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I did order today was um, I finally broke down and ordered uh, a testing machine so that I can test all my stuff for THC nice. levels and CBD, which has been my the thing that's held me back from really going in. Yeah, to if the you, oil if infusing. You have
2: the stats to back it up, people. Or-
1: well, it's no, uh, and like. I'm just growing for me now. Um, so I have a hard time, especially with edibles. It's really hard to dial in exactly. Mm. But if I know exactly what's going in for me, uh, then it'll make making edibles a lot easier. Um, because we went uh, we went to Belfast for the day yesterday, and I did a lot of uh, hiking around on an uneven trail. Mm. And... It was a very uncomfortable ride home. And all I had was my little travel uh, vaporizer, which is great. It's a great little thing, but it doesn't... It can't do what... I mean, you've seen my space egg that I've got. It just can't (laughs) push it out that good. And I'm where I'm not a caretaker anymore, and I don't grow for a bunch of people, I don't produce enough of the byproduct that I make my candy out of. Mm -hmm. Because I make my candy out of the stuff that falls off trim after you've dried it. And... I don't grow enough to do that now, so I don't. My alternative, I don't have an alter a good alternative right now when I'm gone for an entire day. Let alone if I've walked, uh, I think it was twelve thousand steps.
2: It's um, <laughs> funny because I walked about ten thousand yesterday, and I was fucking feeling it. Oh
1: yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah,
2: it's getting old. Socks. Yeah, um, I
1: like on the way home. I was just it was awful ride home. But uh, so long story short, I'll now be able to test my olive oil and know exactly how much to put mm. into stuff uh, to make it. So uh, pretty excited about that. And and now they're down to. I mean, it used to be yeah, you could buy the testers, but they were like a thousand bucks. But uh, it's still the the thing I bought today was three fifty. So. It's stimulus, at least, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think technically that was tax return. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You
2: when they're it, arriving around it, the same time. Yeah, yeah. Call
1: it whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that when that arrives.
2: <laughs> What'd you do with your stimulus? I made sure I can get high more efficiently. It, well,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the problem with uh, edibles is that if you know there's it takes so long to hit that there's a fine line between nothing is happening and uh wanting to go to bed like i've never been like to the point of dysfunction but you definitely get to the point oh yeah i've seen (laughs) you you've witnessed it uh i need to know and plus with the time like and when you're you're in pain it's you don't want to not know if this is going to work or not or if it's going to work too good (laughs) so i'm pretty excited about getting that and then uh uh hoping that it
2: Lester's just walking around looking for shit oh to God. knock down. Oh yeah, he's always
1: That's why that That's why the, yeah. there's not nearly as much crap up there anymore. Because he goes up there and, and sits and he knocks and it this. over. Yeah, he's a wicked dick that way. <laughs> he's funny though. Yeah, that's what yesterday was one year anniversary of oh, wow. adopting Lester. Yeah. Wow,
0: it's already been a year.
1: Yep, yeah, and he still tries to get out <laughs> every time. You'd think the fucking fact that he's got chunks missing out of his ears because he was frostbitten when he was astray that he'd want to stay inside but
2: nope not anymore he's like i'm good i'm getting uh, out
1: He see he's relatively happy but yeah he knocks shit over left
2: and right he's gonna do it right now it's probably oh yeah there he is anyway do we have anything else uh yeah i wanted to briefly bring up um we can talk about a little bit more in in coming weeks but the oscar nominations came mm, out yeah um and i'm actually quite happy with them yeah Some stuff didn't get nominated that I thought would. Like, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom didn't get nominated for Best Picture. Um, One Night in Miami didn't really get nominated for shit, other than. um, Wesley Odom got nominated. Wesley Odom did. Yeah, for two, for that, and for his role and the song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, But I'm like, looking at the actual Best Picture list, I'm pretty fucking happy and at this point i've seen most of them
1: name them um sound of metal i'm gonna, I'm gonna cringe because i don't think i sound
2: of metal though but here's the thing uh, yeah it's on amazon you yeah. can watch it tomorrow
1: and well that's that's why i'm cringing because i could watch because yeah. unlike most years yeah but here's the you could watch of most of these, of these over
2: if you said i'm gonna watch one of these a night yeah in eight days you're covered pretty much with the exception of one that is probably the one that'll win it all because you haven't seen it yet um Mank is available on Netflix. Yep, haven't watched it. Uh, Minari is not available on anything yet except VOD. And it's, and it's the one that I want to watch the most, but, but I'm it's, not... It's, I'm, it's 20 bucks. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for it. But again, the Oscars are still not until like April, so yeah. it might still come out in time. Uh, Promising Young Woman just came out to rent. I do want to see that. Uh, that's really fucking good. Yeah. I watched that this past week. A bunch <laughs> of actors you would not like. Max Greenfield is in that. He is. Um... Yeah, the, uh, the guy who uh, played uh, Bash on Glow is in it. Yeah, just a bunch of guys who are like, oh yeah, he could play play a douchey fat frat bro. Mm. Yeah, they're in it. Um, the, yeah, that movie is fucking tremendous. I was, I was all ready to hand the best actress to Frances McDormand. Um, maybe not. Yeah. Um, Casey Mulligan is really good at it. Or Gary Mulligan, yeah. Uh, This is the one that is not available fucking anywhere, although you could have watched it, like, last month at the Dover Theater. Uh, The Father. That's the one with uh, Anthony Hopkins as a dementia-ridden guy Uh, and his daughter, Olivia Colman. It's from what I've heard. It's a great film. But I'm like, oh, God. As soon as that got nominated, I'm like, "Watch watch that fucking win everything now because it's got Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Coleman, who have won, like, multiple Oscars between them and... It's a very safe. That is the most Oscar-y of the Oscar films this year. See,
1: I, I, I'm... I'm sure, like, a, a lot of these these types of things are good, but I just don't care. I'm just... I have no yeah. interest in seeing something like that. Uh, Judas
2: and the Black Messiah. Yep. Which uh, was available on is HBO Max. Is it gone Match. now? It's gone now. I'm, I'm like, oh. See, and they these are... Not, they did not do that well. Well, they did, yeah. but...
1: Yeah. Uh, there's been a... There's a lot of stuff that's... That like all the ones that I'm that I'd really like to see are the ones that are VOD or mm-hmm. what do they call it when it's the should be and it's a theatrical run. But it's long yeah. story short, it's twenty bucks and you're just renting it. Yeah, like I'm just not gonna do that when so many yeah. of them are available to if, stream. Yeah, if
2: Minari is still not available like the week before, I'll pay the twenty bucks. Yeah, I won't, but I will watch it. Mm uh Trial of the Chicago 7. I have seen that one.
0: Yeah. And
2: Nomadland, which is on Hulu. Yeah. So for the first year of like, you know, pan, pandemic Oscars, most of these are available to watch, which usually when it comes down to Oscar films it's like Unless you're driving to fucking Waterville, you aren't seeing most of these.
1: Well, and they're also, they're always right in that window Mm -hmm. of, yeah, it was available in select theaters, but now it's in its window before it's going to be released on video, so no one can see it. Which is
2: what the father is at right now. It's in that magical no-man's land. so dumb. Um, But we've got, you know, that's a wide variety of films for Best Picture. Um, in Best Actor, you've got Anthony Hopkins, uh, Riz Ahmed, Stephen Yeun, Chadwick Boseman, and Gary Oldman. Only two old white guys this year. Mm. Um, and from the sound of it, those two old guys aren't going to be the guys that win. Well, I put uh,
1: uh, Burning back on my watch list. It had been. I, I actually
2: picked that up on DVD at Bull Moose for like ten bucks. You did, yeah. Uh, it's on. It's on something right now. Because yeah, I had no intention of and then I was just like I was perusing Bull Moose. And yeah. I'm like,
1: oh hey. I that's cheap. I'll buy that. It had been <laughs> on my list. It was on my list last year, and then I never got around oh. to watching it. So I just re-added it to my uh yeah. watch For those list. of you
2: who don't know, it's a it's another Stephen Yoon film from like two years ago. Yeah. Uh but it also was very highly regarded. It is what am I looking for? Oh,
1: I was looking for where it's available. I know it's streaming somewhere. That's why I put it back on. It's on Netflix. And also on Hoopla. Hoopla, if you whatever a that library is. card.
2: That's the libraries. Really? Yeah. If you have a library, I don't know if Milo's library works for it, but if you still have I, a university one, I just lost my university account. Mine's but, still good. But like Humane, if you have a Humane library account through that, you should be able to get it. Hoopla.
1: I just took a class last year, so my mine still works. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: interesting I had never yeah it's like an interlibrary library loan type of hmm. thing but they've, Hoopla's got a ton of shit apparently but it's also <laughs> on Netflix so mm-hmm. uh, best actress is Andrea Day for the United States versus Billy Holiday mm-hmm. I heard that was really good Hulu uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman which was really fucking good and that was on HBO Max Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman which I rented from Redbox for two bucks uh, Viola Davis from our Ray Black Bottom, Netflix, and Francis McDormand, No Uh again, once again, Hulu. Uh International feature. Uh, the only one of real note for me is Another Round. The Mads Mikkelsen film. Yeah. That's on Hulu. Dutch. Yep. If you're wondering. Uh animated film, Wolf Walkers, that's on one of the one of the services. Uh but also Soul and a, a Sean the Sheep movie. I still haven't watched Soul. Watch that, damn it. I know. Best Supporting Actress, uh, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, Olivia Colman for The Father, uh, Yoon Yu-Jung for Minari, uh, Maria Bakalova for Borat, which was surprising. Oh, yeah. She's really good in that. I enjoyed uh, that. I remember when it first came out, there was buzz. Mm -hmm. And Glenn Close, surprisingly, for Hillbilly Elegy, which I finally Mm -hmm. got around to watching on uh, Netflix. Not a great movie. Very, it's, it's about as Ron Howard as a Ron Howard film can be. Yeah. Um, Glenn Close is good at, Amy Adams is also really good, but the guy they, the kid they got to play the lead is so fucking bland. Yeah. So un. I'm like, how do you get Amy, I mean, probably most of your cast money went towards Amy Adams and Glenn Close. Sure. But yeah, oh God, he was just so fucking bland. And it's very much like, you know, poverty porn. Yeah. Like. Oh, look, that's Amy it, Adams is on drugs again!
1: That's what it felt like. Just watching the trailer, it just looked like a... that. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. that's that's exactly what it looks like, poverty porn. Uh, best Director. This one had a big surprise. Uh, Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round. Uh, Fincher for Mank. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Emerald Farrell for uh, Promising Young Woman. And Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. So in this one, you've only got one white American dude but it's still just the best picture nominations
1: for the most yeah. part. Oh, it, it almost always so,
2: is. It almost always
1: is. Another we talk about it every year. Another one of the dumb things about the Oscars that like it, and it shows itself it there's no I can criticize it either way. Mm-hmm. If you make them all like the like what will happen like you'll see all it's just the best picture list again or it's four of the best pictures and one other one, like, so what the fuck was the difference? Yeah,
2: well, that's what this one was, except it just happened to be that director least, was in the best yeah, foreign at film. Yeah, at least that
1: one was in, yeah. you know, best foreign, but still, like, yeah. why is that one not...
2: Yeah, it was like the year, like, Argo was best picture, but uh, Affleck was not nominated for director. Yeah. So it's like, okay... It's, um, it just seems silly. Supporting actor, you've got Paul Racy from Sound of Metal. Uh, Sacha Baron Cohen from Trial of the Chicago 7. Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kalua for Judas. Yeah. And then, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Um, this one was one of the funny things. Uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, there, it was, uh... Uh, one, of the, one of the things is Bor- Borat Subsequent Movie Film. It's like, adapted from what? That that wasn't a book. That w- I mean, yes, it's a prior character, but sequels aren't usually adapted screenplays. Uh, and it also had like eight fucking writers, um, which is a, a bit of a surprise. Um, it doesn't matter. Best Adapted is going to go to Sorkin because mm. Sorkin was the one who wasn't nominated for Best Director that everyone thought was going to get it. Um, but again, it's only his second movie. He's And he's still primarily known for a writer. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, One Night in Miami got a best adapted. The Father got a best adapted. White Tiger, which was, I was happy that got a best adapted. Nomadland and Borat. I was very surprised Ma Rainey did not. Um, and then, again, best costume design. Hey, Mank. You know, oh, look, mm. 1930s. Yeah. Ma Raimi's Black Bottom. Oh, look. 1930s. Yeah. Uh, Emma. <laughs> oh, oh, look. Another Jane Austen fucking movie. Um, and Mulan, which at least... There's another she, Emma? Yeah. Jesus. This one is with Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy. Okay. Uh, and then, apparently, there's another fucking Pinocchio film.
1: Okay. I believe you. Yeah.
2: I have no desire to watch it. Um. Yeah, and then, you know, it's the usual shit. Original screenplays, it's all the other... Yep. You know, Oscar films, I think. Uh, Sound of Metal, Minari, Promising a Woman, Judas, and The Trial of the Chicago 7 is best original. Oh, so, no, Sorkin wasn't adapted. He was original, which is weird because it's all based on, I mean, it wasn't on other, it's based on transcripts. Yeah, so, yeah, so it wasn't put together. Yeah. I I, I get that. But yeah, adapted it, yeah. Who knows who will get adapted then? Probably Nomadland. I don't know. I'm expecting Nomadland to win big on a lot of these, but it's it's this is a this is a very culturally diverse Oscars this year, which well, is I, nice.
1: Maybe it's just because I'm noticing it more, but uh, I I have just felt uh, Twitter wise that the that that's shifting toward Minari mm-hmm. a little bit.
2: Yeah, Minari's is <laughs> getting a lot of juice of
1: like, of the this might win. Yeah, some ma- like. Steven Yeun might win that might win best picture mm-hmm. and yeah. anytime you can get those two you've quote unquote swept the oscars yeah. if you land an acting a lead acting mm-hmm. and a best picture usually other things come along with it mm-hmm. but if
2: you get those two you have swept the oscars yeah. You Or at least you were the big winner of the night. Yeah, and the other neat thing was Mank led with ten nominations, but that's a lot of technical ones involved mm, in that one. Yeah. And after that, there were like five films with six nominations. Yeah. So, I like that. I yeah. like it when there's an equal chance for a lot of different films to come away with wins, you yeah. know? I would much rather see eight films win a bunch of shit than see one film win 13 Oscars, you know? Because I'm sorry when that happens it's not as much as I love the Lord of the Rings movies (laughs) that Return of the King did not does not deserve to be the up there with you know the most of all time
1: But then again neither did Titanic well uh, the 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 thing with that though and that's a fair criticism is also Return of the King was not going up against Citizen Kane it's Mm -hmm. going up up against everything else that came out that year and a lot of times you can, when you look back, I mean, it's—they're not all Shawshank level mm. snubs. A lot of times it's like, that was just a shitty year. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. A, yeah, I, maybe it doesn't deserve to have ten Oscars, but also, what was going to beat it in, you know, sound especially, editing? Especially
2: when you're considering most of those—the awards for that film were not acting. Right. No. Oh no. <laughs> there wasn't a single acting win for that film. Yeah, it know. was. Yeah. And, and the same, same with Titanic, other than. No, no, because even the old woman didn't win that year. No, it got no acting wins. So, you know, most of that stuff comes from technical stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's not that it was better than it deserved it more than yeah. the Godfather. Or it, it's it's
2: not like you know Silence of the Lambs that won actress, actor, yeah, screenplay, you know, directing and p- picture. Right. Um,
1: I have so I, I are so you haven't seen Burning. No, I have not seen Burning. So, in since I am not willing to pay for Minari, I would like to... Maybe I'll try to watch mm-hmm. Burning this week. Maybe uh, I'll give
2: myself a nice Stephen Yeun double feature. This yeah. Because I, I, I... Oh, no. I'll still wait. Because as soon as I watch it, it'll get announced for a home video release. Yeah, don't do that. So, I'll, I, I'll, I'll put that off into, as long as possible.
1: This is actually a, a week of me adding things to my watch list that were on it forever, uh, and then I just never watched them. Also... Things returning to my watch list is the girl with the, all the gifts mm. and nocturnal animals. I added nocturnal animals oh, yeah. back because I uh, have noticed that without even trying, Amy Adams is making her way. She wants a shot at Michael Shannon. She She's my top right now. She is? Because um. uh, she's all over my watch list and she's already, I think she's she's only behind... Michael Shannon and oddly enough Benedict Wong uh on my list of most watched this year.
2: Yet uh Yeah, she is in she is out she is out she is past Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Imperioli. She has been in 6 films this year. Um, I mean it, it certainly helps that in the past month I've watched Justice League. Sure. Justice League. <laughs> Well, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Yeah, mine is partially because I mean it's it's take uh, those out. She's only in he- Hillbilly Elegy and Vice. But yeah,
1: see, it's for me, it's Vice, uh, Man of Steel, Justice League, and then one other one I can't remember what.
2: Because now
1: has the iOS. It's nice that they're making improvements, but has the iOS thing now? Uh, because in the past, the Android version, at least, when you go to stats on we're talking I'm talking about Letterbox, mm-hmm. it took you to the website. Whereas no. now it keeps it
2: in-app. iOS but, has always been in-app.
1: But now when I go... You can't
2: see as many of the stats.
1: N- you can't even click on the people. It doesn't do anything.
2: Really? In oh. the Android one. No, it does for me. So if I, if I click on Amy Adams, it goes...
1: Which is what it's supposed to do. Yeah.
2: But watch...
1: Uh, but wait. <laughs> if we go to my see, it used to be when you hit stats, it took you to the web page. Now it stays in-app. <laughs> but when you go
2: down to... <laughs> Yeah, my most watched now, Amy Adams, Lawrence Fishburne, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Diane Lane, Joe Morton. Yeah. Well, it's like what
1: happens when you watch too many Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, That's the funny thing about Benedict Wong. I think there's only one Marvel movie in there, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's second, and then Amy Adams is uh, tied with many, many other people for third. But she's all over my watch list, so
2: she could easily jump. Yeah. Um, But when you hit them now in-app...
1: Weird. Nothing happens.
2: Yeah, I love. I've got all these big name actors in there, but like I've got both Debbie Mazar and Michael Imperioli mm. in mind. Mostly because you know I watch. I've seen some Spike Lee films, sure. But well, that would be for me. That's Pat Healy. I
1: love Pat Healy. I don't even know what movies he's been in that that I've watched. I couldn't. It's because he's you.
2: in small. He's usually in
1: small but I actually re.
2: He what was that movie?
1: I don't know. When I click
2: on him, nothing happens. He was in the Innkeepers, and there's one other whole film that I really fucking love him in. Oops. I can't remember. It doesn't yeah, matter. I like Pat Healy. He seems like a cool dude. Uh,
1: that's not what I wanted. But anyway, it, yeah, so uh, Amy Adams could shoot to the top of my... And, and I'm okay with manipulating that, and the, that's what I did with the shenanathon. I wouldn't I wouldn't have watched Man of Steel were it not to close out the shenanathon yeah. that put him in his position that he's in <laughs> to begin with. Uh, so... I, I with my re editions, have you seen Nocturnal Animals?
2: Oh yeah. Good? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh fucking I'll watch chilling all of Anything. Yeah.
1: So anyway. Mm. Oh and I've tried to I've started space sweepers twice now. I've started that as well. I'm about a half an hour in. Me too. The the thing that I'm having a hard time with is I need them to do something? Well yes that <laughs> but I also just speak Korean. I don't... I hate reading yeah. a line and then someone speaking English for the next one. Yeah. I it is, hate It that. is very...
2: Yeah. I, I get you on that. I
1: have missed so much in yeah. the first 30 minutes. It's, like, exhausting. Yeah. It's like, I get it. Your multi
2: multicultural space team. Just stick to Korean. Yeah. And and let me read the whole thing. Or just all languages I don't know.
1: And I wonder... Yeah, when Eng- when yeah. someone
2: speaks in English, it always, like, jolts me out.
1: Right. Uh, and the The funny thing is, is that it. I don't know if it did this for you. It defaults to dubbed, mm. which I immediately switched off. But now I think I understand why it defaults to dubbed, because it's hard to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I hate dubbing so much mm. that I can't. I just can't do it. Yeah. But it might be the easier way to watch it.
2: Yeah, interesting thing to think about.
1: Yeah, because I watch. I started watching that. Do you remember about it was? two weeks ago? Was it defaulted to dubbing?
2: No, because I, I had my closed caption turned on. Okay. I made sure before the film started. I made sure it was closed captioned. Okay, so. because I, I, I was I would, it was
1: interesting when it started the first time when I first started it and it was immediately dubbed and I was like this thing isn't dubbed hey, the whole what the way fuck? is it? And yeah, I, so I switched it over to the the captions and. After a little bit, I was like, "I bet that's why they defaulted to dubbing yeah. it." No, that makes that makes good sense because it's brutal because it is yeah. a fast pace. You know, things are mm-hmm. people are talking quickly and and you're not always seeing them talking because mm-hmm. it's in the middle of the space dragging shit through, which was really cool by mm-hmm. the way. Um, but so when you're not seeing the characters, you're just hearing the radio transmissions back and forth, and they're going between Korean and English, and you're like. Whoa. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad the characters can understand each other. I yeah, can't. I because I can't. Yep.
2: Uh,
1: I need one of those real-time translators. Yeah,
2: maybe I'll try to get back to that this week, because I just forgot about it last week. Yeah. I've got like three movies I started watching, and then for some reason had to stop, and I haven't gone back to yet. Yeah. Um,
1: two of those for me are Amy Adams' movies, The Master, and uh, the other one that I started there now, I can't remember what. I then the thing about The Master is, a lot of movies, you'll get me to that point, and after a certain amount of time, it's like, I couldn't go back to it. I remember every second of The Master. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. Uh, so I could start that again at any time. I think I got about an hour, a little over an hour left of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. I'm on the boat.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, about an hour.
1: So, yeah. So there's two Amy Adams that are, and also, I like to rewatch Arrival every now and then, because Robin <sighs> really likes Arrival. That would be so good. Yeah, uh, so I might rewatch that. Might I haven't get rewatched that the rewatch ever.
2: Uh, there's too many good movies.
1: This is the end through my rewatches. My rewatch percentage off though, because it. And I'm still. I love that. I, I'm really. That, that's one of those where I'm like, some nights I'll I'll agonize over what to watch, and then I'll pick something, and then I'll be like, and I'll immediately regret it. I was like giving myself high fives that whole two hours. Like I'm yeah. really
2: glad I I needed this today. I don't I don't blame you. That's a, that's a good one to do that. One of my I think my percentages are still at around seventy percent. I think, yeah. 71.4. That hit right me now.
1: below 70.
2: Wow, uh, I'm almost, I'm within five movies of 100 new movies this year. Nice. Yeah. I'm at
1: 58, which is astronomical
2: for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's really good for you. Uh, I'm at, yeah, because I've watched 133 movies this year. <laughs> I think it's funny that you're like, that's cute. Yeah. That's really good for you. Well, well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm averaging 44 yeah. a month, but you know.
1: Yeah, I, I my thing is I've been trying, and I know I don't think I don't think I can do it all year, but I'm trying to maintain that 5.0 a week. Yeah, uh, if I can maintain that for a year, that's, that's an admirable goal. That, well, it's 250. That blow away anything that I ever thought I could do. Uh, so I had already set myself up because Justice League was good enough. For the same reason, it got you into watching the other two. Um, I want to watch Apocalypse. I was going to watch Apocalypse this morning, mm-hmm. but I was lazy and. Didn't get around to doing other stuff until because I've seen Apocalypse a 100 times. Uh, I'm talking Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, if you're wondering. Um, but watching This Is The End right now, I, I can't watch two rewatches in a row. It's really going to yep. screw me up. But I, I, I could also watch six in a row that I mm-hmm. haven't seen. Yeah. If I just finish Sweep, I was going to say Street Sweepers. <laughs> if I finish uh, Space Sweepers, finish The Master, finish the other, what's the other Amy Adams one that I'm halfway through? Uh, I know she's been in a lot. Yeah.
2: Uh, and since the... So, of course, Joss Whedon cuts her out of, you know. <laughs> exactly. She's like a five-time Oscar nominee. Let's cut her scenes out of the movie. Oh, and
1: it, there's also... Uh, I've always felt like I should get around to American Hustle. Is that worth... Eh. Is that worth trying to add to the... Oh, it's uh, Catch Me If You Can that uh, I got halfway through. I didn't, oh, yeah,
2: she's in that. Not I don't, long. I don't think I've gotten to her yet. No, to the point that d- I was she doesn't at. have a huge role. Uh, um... And have you, have you watched her episodes of The Office?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, this year, though. Um, oh, no, not
1: this year, no. um, What
2: was her name in The Office? Mm, I can't remember. Jesus. But no, American Hustle.
1: I don't love David O. Russell.
2: And that's, that's one of my least favorite films of his, because the whole film feels like him trying to out Scorsese, Scorsese. Yeah. And it doesn't work.
1: Every, I think every David O. Russell movie, I like less, I like it less than the consensus. Like, I know, and I know you really like Three Kings. Eh, I'm fine I with it. I love Three Kings. And I know people really loved The Fighter, and I'm like, oh,
2: it's fine. Fighter's fine.
1: Silver um, Linings...
2: It's fine,
1: yeah. and that was about the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: I, I was <laughs> like, I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs>
1: it was like it was about the Eagles, and it has Jennifer Lawrence in it. And I
2: was just like, "Yeah, eh, it's okay." See, that's that's I think why American Hustle didn't work for me. It felt like a movie where each actor was about two years away from being able to do that role.
0: Because
2: mm. like Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, she got her Oscar win for Silver Linings, um, but I didn't love her in American Hustle. Uh, Bradley Cooper, same thing. But he was. I don't. He. I didn't love him in American Hustle. Same with Jeremy Renner. Almost. He wasn't ready to pull off the perm. Yeah. Almost every major character in that film. I'm like, I like this actor, but they weren't. They just weren't good in this. Yeah. They weren't as good as they could have been.
1: Or and, would have been. Or would they... have been
2: with. A, yeah. Because like Bradley Cooper now, i trust to do anything. Yeah. After seeing him in A Star Is Born, I'm like, fuck, give that guy whatever he wants. He can do it. Um, it's almost gotten to the point now where I'm like, maybe I should watch American Sniper. But nah. part of it is very hard to want, for me to want to watch American Sniper. I'm all set. Yeah. Although I did, I, I was in um. A, a flea market and I picked up copies of The Theory of Everything in the Imitation Game for like a buck each. And I'm like, maybe now I'll watch those because I've invested a dollar in them. I'm, I'm trying to catch up a, a lot of those. I'm even, I've determined I'm going to watch Brooklyn.
1: I have I have been determined several times, <laughs> yes. and it just hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. Imitation Game was fine. Oh yeah, it could have been. These are so all the Oscar movies better.
2: that I'm like, I bet it's fine, but I just never got around to watching it because they they didn't win enough for me to go, okay, I need to watch that. I don't. And they, they, they don't, and they fell from like memory.
1: I so, feel like I when did Theory of Everything come out?
2: Same year as Imitation Game,
1: so like sixteen.
2: 16 17 I, yeah.
1: I think I watched it and I yeah But I now cuz I think Robin and I watched both of those. Yeah. I I know we watched uh, uh, I have imitation game. Yeah. I bought it. But now like yeah, but idiot. now that
2: I've invested a dollar in each of them, <laughs> I'm like, You're down. I should watch that. Uh oh, yeah, it's, I I've invested shelf space. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I had to rearrange my fucking DVD wall to fit some of this shit in. So. There are
1: certain things that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is both perfect for and shouldn't do. Yeah, And this is one of those things. Uh, that's I think that's my
2: 10-second review of that Well, I'm movie. just always like, part of the problem for me was it didn't pay enough attention to the fact that the British government essentially drove Alan Turing to suicide. Yeah. Um, and this film, from what I've heard, doesn't really address that well. It also, uh,
1: we talked before about or oh, I talked before about Amber Heard being the blankest of slates. Mm. That's what they've done here to Kara Knightley. She's oh. just there. Oh. Uh, if I remember right. Cause I actually, I like her in a I lot of too. stuff. I think she's charming. I think she can do, she can do a lot that she is just not asked to yep. in this. She is pretty much just, Hey, we need a pretty girl. Yeah. If she's British, oh. even better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and that's what, that's, what she I'll be interested to hear what you think because yeah. it's the sort of movie that was very forgettable I just
2: remember that it was it was pretty disappointing well I'm but just I'm just always like if it's a biopic mm-hmm. and all I know about Alan Turing and I knew this even before the movie that he was a he was a code breaker who was also gay so the and British and government pretty much buried and, him and also a bit of a tool yeah but in the government pretty much buried him and he eventually killed himself right that's what I know about him yeah and for, when I hear that the film the 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 film of him doesn't really address a good majority of that, I'm like, oh, okay. It's
1: mostly just that he's kind of an awkward dick. Yeah. Um, which, from what I understand, which he was. Which is Benedict
2: Cumberbatch in a lot of things.
1: That's why I say yeah. he's both perfect for it and he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'll be curious to see which... Are you going to try to watch that this week? Uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know now. No. <laughs> have I hyped it up enough? I don't know if... Well, it's, um, Tristan has a doctor's appointment for his foot in Portland on Tuesday morning at eight in the morning. Mm. So we're going to Portland tomorrow and making Headphones it... Headphones on a tablet on the way down? Is that no, what I'll, be, I'll be driving. Oh. Um, so bad idea. And then we're gonna, you know, we'll do a little bit of shopping and then we'll stay in a hotel that night and then yep. his appointment's the next day. So that's pretty much cutting out two of my <laughs> movie viewing days. Oh, yeah. Is we're doing, you know, real life shit. Right. Um, so... Things that I might not watch, or were on kind of on the possible watch, will likely get back burner. bumped. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes
1: once they're there too long, exactly, it's and just over. <laughs> they get Brooklyn. They get Brooklyn <laughs> big time. That's what we should call it from now on. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you get a chance
2: to watch that? Nope. Got because Brooklyn'd.
1: both of us have talked about that we're gonna watch Brooklyn for like five years yep. now, and I am at this point. I'm pretty positive I'm never gonna see it <laughs> unless you watch it and say,
2: dude. You've got to watch Brooklyn. Well, but what, I just what, can't
1: what, imagine you will.
2: What put it back in my brain is I was on St. Patrick's Day this past. I wanted to watch something that wasn't Leprechaun.
1: So you did the des- next best thing and you thought of Saoirse Ronan. Oh, oh that's the thing. I'm like, best
2: Irish film. She's as Irish as they come. I ended up watching The Commitments because I hadn't mm-hmm. watched that in a long time. And I actually really enjoyed that film. Um, but yeah, Brooklyn kept popping up on, you know, best Irish films. So I was like, if I had researched this on a day that wasn't.
0: Mm.
2: And that's the other thing, too. It wasn't streaming anywhere right now. So I was like, okay, I can't watch it. Because if it had been on HBO Max, I would have watched it that day. Or if it had been on Amazon or anything.
1: I feel like the current Brooklyn on my watch list is the Endless. I feel like that's the Brooklyn of my current watch list. (laughs) Endless is so good. Because... And may, uh, maybe a more appropriate uh, Brooklyn would be The Beguiled, although Robin wants to watch that, so I can picture that as being a, a, us viewing. But Robin's... Well, she might watch The Endless. I think she liked the
2: trailer. But I just can't. I don't know if I'll ever get to it. At the very least, you could get their newest, to their newest film, Synchronic.
1: Well, I feel like that's why I want to watch... Because Synchronic is also very good. I wanted to watch The Endless first. Yeah. Um, not that it is necessary, but just... Uh, for a filmmaking evolution, because isn't Synchronic quite a step up budget-wise for them?
2: Well, yeah. It has actual name actors. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's that, got that's that's fucking I'm... Howard Mackey and Jamie Dornan. Yeah, I want to <laughs> watch that
1: Endless first, because the Endless is them, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um,
2: okay, maybe I'll watch it then. Yeah, because what I watched last night, I watched um, After Midnight, mm. which is another like low-budget horror film, and one of them is in this. Oh. Uh, great little film though. It's on shutter. Um, uh, I think Tilly's coming. It's about a guy in a small. Tilly is definitely coming. Hi, Tilly. <laughs> you give it away when you giggle,
1: yeah, and you also don't pick your feet up when you walk, so you're you'd never make it uh, as a ninja. Mm.
2: Don't you want to be a ninja? No,
1: <laughs> no. Are we wrapping? Because we can wrap up with Tilly or we can pause yeah. for a minute. All uh, right, we're, we're pretty much done. Tilly, say bye.
2: Say bye. Not to, not to me, to
1: the computer. Say bye to the computer.
2: Bye. Here
1: we go.